Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome yourself to another episode of The Mike Busey Show. I am him, and he is I. And joined with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Miguel Colon Jr. How are you, my friend? Fucking exhausted, Mike. Me fucking too. Dude, I feel, and this sounds so dumb because it's been a while since we really did tour, but there was a point... During this weekend that I was like, I feel like tour right now. Just exhausted, hurting, waiting for the show to happen. So if you don't fuck with us and don't follow our everyday lives and business, you don't know we went to this place called Jenny Springs this weekend. We do it every year for Memorial Day. It's like 13 years in a row to what, me. For what you guys need to understand is Jenny Springs is a privately owned Spring River area. That has six beautiful spring holes. Six spring holes with deep caves you can dive into. I think they go miles fucking under the ground. Into the Florida aquifer, yeah. Thousand, I mean, how many acres do you think Jenny Springs is? Uh, at least a thousand. At least a thousand acres. And what happens is every Memorial Day, 30,000 people go there to camp and party all weekend. People are there a week before getting campsites. Sometimes weeks before. Yeah. And we have people that uh, pay and reserve for like electrical spots or something like that, like six months in ahead. Yeah, and what we do is we go out there, we take over a piece of territory, we bring everything we got: stages, bounce houses, DJ equipment, several vehicles, and we take everything over that area. you would never think of if you thought of a, a traditional camping packing list. Yeah, we're like, I I blame myself because here's the deal: I'm damned if I do, and I'm damned if I don't. I've been out there before the first year, and the only first year I went. And I was like, oh, man, look at all this crazy shit set up. It, the, the first year I went, it was like a competition. And I saw all these, like, tents and, you know, the, the normal campsites. But, uh, like, I would say every, you know, every football field or so away, I would see a super elaborate setup. And people were bringing, like, semi-trailers out there with stages and lights and lasers and fucking PA speakers. Like, a whole fucking, like, a mini festival. And I'm like, damn, this is fucking crazy. Like, what the fuck is all this? And I was like, I got a bunch of this shit. And then I just kind of, like, walked around and just seen everything. And then the next year. What was the first year that you brought shit to Jenny Springs? I brought two sugar poles. I brought a backdrop, and it was all just sitting on the ground. And I brought like a generator, a fog machine, some lasers, all this shit. So look at this. So maybe your second year going to Ginny Springs, your first time bringing anything, uh, you brought lasers, fog machine, stripper pole, and a backdrop. Cut to now. You've been going to Ginny Springs for like 11, 12 years. It's a fleet. Like yeah, you have a tour bus, a stage, which is a like a like a thirty foot trailer. With two golf cart limos and a four-seat li- uh, golf cart. So yeah. three, three giant-ass golf carts. And then you have laser. You have towers with, with like big Like truss lights. lighting towers. Fucking, there's a DJ booth. There's foam machines. There's a bounce house. We have a prop trailer. Uh, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. And we set up at Jenny Springs every year. And when we pull up. The Rangers roll up to us, and you're like, hey, guys. And, like, here's it. 50% of the people there love us. The other 50% of the people are like, fuck, not them again. But here's what you need to understand. At Jenny Springs, where 30,000 people are camping for Memorial Day weekend, people fucking get killed there. People go to the hospital because of fights. 
there's straight up murders there. So when we roll up with some stripper poles and some bounce houses and some good old fashioned fun, we're not the biggest bad guys at Jenny Springs. So we just get a little talking to by the Rangers. They're like, hey, Mike, good to see you. We were kind of hoping this year you didn't bring the jousting sticks. And so whatever they tell us they were hoping we didn't do, we instantly have to be like, okay, we won't use that. They're like, hey, man, kind of was hoping you didn't have the flamethrower this year. Oh, I was trying to bring the fire truck. Yeah, and here's the best part. Right next to our camp, because this is one of the few times where we don't go as deep as we can. All other activities, we get to a fairgrounds or something, we're like, we got to get deep into this motherfucker so we can own a whole area. Nice shaded area. Yeah. At Jenny Springs, we take an open area. Off by with, the river. Yeah. There's, we take an area that's not near water, that's not near power, that's close to shitters, which that is great. That has saved me a couple times. True. But it is right next to the rangers, the station where you sign up, the entrance, the police. The reason we do that is Jenny Springs is fucking lawless. And even though the police are right there, it's basically like being in Mexico and looking over at the border at Texas. There could be 200 Texas Rangers lined up at the border. The Jenny Springs authorities will not go in any deeper to do anything. One year, uh, one of the golf cart limos uh, was acting up, and I wasn't with it, thank God. But Rowdy Rob and a bunch of others literally had to be like, Dear God, we hope we see this golf cart again. Yeah, they left it, was it deep into the into the fucking uh, the forest of the of the springs, and at nighttime, it's so lawless. We choose not to go that deep in there if we don't have to. You can feel the energy of it; it changes. It's like, it's like when I was at the gathering and I walked through the enchanted forest. People were like, "Don't go in the forest at night," and I was like. I'm not where, and I saw some of the weirdest shit I ever saw. I remember just being like, gotta get out of here, gotta get out of here. Yeah. Jenny Springs Forest is so bad. I have never seen at night any police officers in there. Neither, neither have I. Ever at neither night. I, I, I have a lot to talk about because I have stories from before yeah. that will interact with what we just experienced this weekend. And if you uh, were wondering, hey, where's all the snaps or where's the secret Snapchat stuff? Well, we had no service. Jenny Springs has zero internet. So if, I think Jenny Springs does that so the outside world can't see live. Oh, they probably like, got scramblers. They probably got scramblers Dude, like, so you can't use your they phone. They have surface-to-air missiles knocking out Elon's satellites every time they come through. Yeah, it sound, that, would, that would probably sound pretty legitly honest. Because Jenny reality. Springs makes millions of dollars this yeah. week. So imagine 30,000 people at $120, a three-day minimum. That's $3.4 million. Yeah. Before before you're buying ice. Yeah, your $10 food, bag of ice. Which, I'm going to go on record, though. Jenny Springs could really bust head on food prices, and they don't. Very Their economical. dank as fuck, and it's good. It's an $8 hamburger, but where else can you get one? The, you know? the inflatable wrap you can get on Amazon for $20 might be 100 there, but the egg sandwich, very reasonable price. Eight bucks with hash browns. Yeah. Can't knock it out. And I'll tell you this, their shitters are always stocked with toilet paper. Some of the cleanest bathhouses I've ever been in. Yeah. And I've did. been in so a lot of campgrounds and, <laughs> and seen some disgusting, vile things. Like, it, it's very well maintained. It's very well maintained. I will tell you this, though. Uh, many a times you have to shit while your feet are sitting in a pile of mud 
tracked in from the springs. It's like a baseball mound. And that's a weird one because this is what I did, guys. Heads up. I took my drawers straight 100% off because I didn't want to drop them in the piss puddle of mud. Like, but there's let's a vulnerability. Let's start jumping to the shower scenario. That's like a whole chapter of today's <laughs> podcast. There's okay. a vulnerability, guys, sitting in a bathhouse in the middle of the woods holding your drawers in your hand. Dude, I don't, I don't even know where to start. I, I, guess, I guess we'll start with how much time and effort got put into packing and the list was like this ungodly never-ending list a week before jenny springs we begin really packing the whole month before we're talking about stuff but we don't really know i'm fine-tuned yet what i tried to cancel it because i was like it's gonna rain it's gonna rain hard real hard and then it started to clear up i'm like fuck (laughs) so then i started scrambling like all right we gotta get ready for real now and i i always like all right let's what do we bring in what do we not bring in and then there's a lot of times that uh, I'm just like, oh my god! You kept everything talking, we bring, that's one thing we have to put back. You kept talking so confidently about this fire truck coming, and I was like, at first I was gonna be like, I, and I was like, Mike, and think to myself, Miguel, do you want to? Is the fire truck the battle you want to fight right now? Like, is that where? There's the one thing you want to fight. The one you want to fight because odds are the fire truck's not coming. But if it did come. That's not that bad. That's pretty cool. I was like, well, well, fire truck, hey. Every time you were like, this is where the fire truck goes, I'd be like, oh, cool, cool. So imagine you pull into a, a, a park, and as soon as you come in, as, as it tees, it's so where you can go to the left or the right of the river into the, into the forest of the campgrounds, Imagine right there to the left, there's a bus and there's a whole fucking like mini festival fucking. It looks like party. it was provided by the park. It's so legit our setup. Yeah, people I think always people, think that. I think they they show up and they're like, "Hey, so what time y'all getting started?" Well, I had a guy. I had a guy tell me he's like, "What time's today's show? What are the show times?" Okay, well, yeah, that's exactly. I had a guy tell me when I was walking to the shooters, he was like, "Hey, what time are the shows tonight?" And I was like, "I don't know. We're kind of start around like, sun. like it's fucking Disney World, yeah, like I, the the dog, the the Hollywood dog fucking yeah. uh, stunt show." I'm like, "Make sure you get your express seating so you can be in a zone where you can actually get body slammed by AJ and Brian Idol. They're gonna pick somebody from the crowd to wrestle with. Make sure it's you." But no, he's like, "What time are the shows?" And I was like, uh, t- "I was like, it's uh, when the sun goes down." He's like, "What about tomorrow?" And I was like, "Yeah, about the same time when the sun goes down." He's like, "Okay." He was like, "What time should I get there?" And I was like, "Probably like thirty minutes before." I was like, "Holy, I don't fucking work here. Like, I'm trying to experience." He thought, he thought you were one of the ushers. Yeah, he's just like, I know he's got the sausage castle hat, so he knows. And I was thinking about, it, I was like, nobody else's campsite. Nobody's walking by the guys with the foam machine. Like, hey man, what time's the foam machine party starting? Like, ours is supposed to have an itinerary. Yeah, and it's weird because uh, for over a decade, it was kind of like a competition uh, who could have the gnarliest like campsite. And I remember when I first started coming, I would see people riding around on golf carts, and they would be promoting, "Hey guys, go down the Devil's Dick Hole. We'll be there <laughs> at nine o'clock. We got a wet T-shirt contest." And then like they had like their homies, and like I literally saw. Like an area of forest, they roped off of caution tape, and it was like legit. You had to get like really, like really want to go through that. You, so you're you're better off just coming to their entrance where security yeah. was, and they had like a like a tree fort they had built. <laughs> I'm like these motherfuckers built a tree fort just to put a DJ like 20 feet up in the air, and then I'm like I remember being drunk as fuck in this tree fort thing. <laughs> it was no bigger than the top of this desk, and it was like me and four other grown ass adults in it, and there was no back to it. 
So I was just kind of like holding on to the fucking tree. But I, bet I, was was getting, a, I bet it was a vibe. Oh, it was a fucking vibe like a motherfucker. <laughs> I felt like I was in the, it was the Ewoks EDC. Chop, chop, Ewoks. We were fucking E-O. battle indoor forest and there was a rave going on and shit. And it What's was happening in indoor? I don't know, man. I booked the Ewok rave. There's just a TIE fighter flying around. You would just you walk know. from like party to party. So at night, there, there was like a process to it. There, You know, you, you got your calm, cool, normal people that... You know, uh, they get up, they do breakfast, shower, they go float down the river. They're done by, like, 11 o'clock. Yeah. Then there's, like, the people like me, 11, 12, he hits the river when it's, like, max capacity. Yeah. Ass and elbows. It looks like the the game, the video game Lemmings when they're all, like, on a cliff and they're just Jumping off. getting piled over. And everyone's got these shitty Walmart rafts. And then there's this asshole with a fucking 20-foot flamingo, which is normally me. And... And I just simple, I really I really changed my ways. I used to be like trying to build this giant ass raft, and there were times I was gonna bring barrels and like <laughs> plywood, and I was gonna build like, it there. Your Huck Finn fucking going yeah. down the river? No, I used to watch people like build take kegs, and I I think they banned the kegs. It was like a flutog Red Bull fucking made yeah. Their no, own that's boat. that's what this whole thing yeah. invited or uh, reminded me of in the very beginning. It was like sometime like some type build of your fucking. Own. Boxcar racer boat event. That's cool. Because I because most parks in Florida, and I, I'm pretty sure throughout the country, you can't bring alcohol into. And in this and, park, you can straight up bring glass bottles on the river. Yeah, and, and I've seen people show up there with kegs and everything, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is this is gonna get fucking gnarly. It and, gets and it's gnarly. not normal like camping. Most people think of camping, you think of like older adults or families. Now, these are like college kids. These are fucking guys in their 30s and their early 40s. Sunday and Monday, it's full of the high school kids, too, man. Oh, I don't want to yeah. know about that. Yeah, that was dangerous. Like, we were wondering about Is that why you stayed an extra day? No, man, no. <laughs> I'm just joking, just joking. <laughs> she's a senior. You need to chill the fuck out, okay? She's 18, bro. Well, no, but she's really smart, you know? <laughs> yeah. She really related to me. She skipped two grades, but I care about her art. <laughs> so. We, uh, I would, I would, uh, you know, you would, you would go around these, these, uh, sites. So, so everyone float and everything like that. And then there would be like from, from like noon to like five, six o'clock. That was like this the sloppy chill, but then the raging, the jello shots, everyone's passing things around. There's that, uh, occasional douchebag every hundred feet. There's a major douche. And he's the guy that's like yelling, show me your titties and or just yelling some obnoxious shit thinking that's going to get him laid, this which year, I still don't understand. This year, the douches all had like water guns and were blasting yeah, you as you walk those by. long tube things like that you pull out. Shotgun tube ones, yeah. Yeah, those, I, there was one guy I, was, I thought about drowning. Yeah. Uh, it was a Spanish guy and he just was posted up right at a staircase and just blasting people in the face. And I'm just like, is that, because I know how, like, people are now. You can get, like, arrested for spitting on somebody. Yeah. I'm like, is that assault, like, blasting someone with, like, a a, a water, or, like, a super soaker? I don't know. I was going to point to Aaron and be like, he blasted my trans friend in the face with that. The whole park would be like, get him the fuck out of here. So, like, there is people that literally just wait. Like, they're just toads. They're just desperate toads that sit in a tailgate throwing water balloons they're like the kid that never outgrew the the high schooler that pulls the hair of the girl or throws dirt like sand on her like that's how it gets their attention because they don't know how to get pussy so their whole objective is to like disrupt the mood and somehow yeah yeah like that that's a weird thing like they know they don't get pussy so they they get enjoyment off watching her flip out or 
you know. Yeah, then, I taught her to never fuck me. Because it's a, it's a fine line to where if you get squirted or someone throws something at you, do you just pop the fuck off and then, then you kind of look like the asshole who can't take a joke? Yeah. Or do you have the right to pop the fuck off and fucking break their neck? And that's probably why people die at this place. We need to just go to the pet store and buy those $10 tarantulas. And anytime somebody's an asshole, just throw a tarantula on them. I, I thought you about, like... You, that's not assault, it's nature. Well, those gel blaster guns that Chris loves so much, I was like, damn, wouldn't it be cool if someone, you know, shot me, and then I just fucking unloaded, like, a whole minigun, just... Da, 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 da. And then I would be like, yeah, bitch, fuck your, your pussy-ass water gun, you fuck. But then I heard on the news not too long ago, someone actually got arrested for, like... Uh, assault with a deadly weapon. Nobody gets arrested and with I'm tarantulas. Like, those little gel blaster guns, you can get you can catch charges on those I things. I bet you stink bombs would work though. Yeah. They do that a lot at the gathering. They they throw uh they throw stink bombs. Yeah. Those little things they blow up the little the little I, there was definitely a lot of gathering vibes this year out there. A lot of that's a gathering too, like dudes who can't get laid, so they're like really trying to shit on people. Hey, hey, you know? juggalos who listen to us. That was Mike Busey who said you guys couldn't get laid. I know no, you can get laid. No, I've just seen the disgusting things you have sex with. <laughs> no, it's it's the I ones that so. like, and they never reveal themselves. They don't like. They do it like secretly. They they're like the guy who throws a rock at a concert. Yeah, or, the ones or, who get really into stuff are usually the ones who can't get laid. Like like the guy will just be like he'll be at Jenny Springs super into camping. He's like I'm not, I'm not even here for girls, man. I'm just I'm a woodsman. I'm a woodsman. I, I like to think they're like one. They're like the pussiest. The rookie version of a school shooter like they want to cause harm to innocent bystanders but they're not about it enough to go get a gun and do it <laughs> so they're just like i'm gonna throw a bottle at this guy on stage or i'm gonna fucking shit on this rock and throw it yeah. it's like it's like the guys who never outgrew if i like, got hit with a rock covered in shit i would rage and so hard and then you know you can't so just the first person laughing i would be like that's the person who did it well i've seen it it's like a shit rock imagine it knocks your fucking you cut your head open and then you're rubbing shit into the wound I mean, like I've, a vietnamese punji stick i've watched uh i've watched people throw mortars on stage yeah, like during like yeah. yellow wolf and they know they like yellow wolf but I don't understand why they're trying to blow him up <laughs> while he's trying to perform. Because some of it, I think it's like a, a form of admiration. Like, we love you. But then some of them, I'm like, yo, that's like, yo, you could kill somebody or, or permanently fucking dismember them. I could see them in court and be like, uh, yes, sir. See, the thing is, I have been obsessed with Jelly Roll since probably the early 2000s. And, um, and that's why I shit on this rock <laughs> and hit his face with it. Because I needed him to know how much I loved him. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of sad because I remember um, it was Flossardamus. Uh, they got a lot of uh, flack. It's a popular EDM uh, uh, duo, DJs, and uh, they performed, and a lot of their fans are like, what the fuck? Why would you perform at the Gathering of the Juggalos? And then they were like, nah, fuck that. We fuck with them. And then not even fucking 10 minutes into their set, someone throws a rock, and he's just profusely bleeding from his face. And I and then then he still like was just keeping it cool like finishes set, and it's like those it's it's those asshole coward fucks. I would have more respect if they like waited like backstage for somebody and was like just all right I'm gonna fucking fight you. Then I would have more respect that. But to throw yeah to hide in a crowd like I don't it's get, a it's a it's a bitch move yeah 
because you're not identifying yourself. Because you know, because you're actually doing it, like you said, because you know you'll get away with it. Because like the dude who rushed the stage at the Chappelle show, he got exactly what's going to happen when you rush the stage. You might get one lick at the person, and then you're going to get tuned the fuck up by like guitar techs and everything. But to just shit on a rock in the distance and throw it away like a monkey, you know, like you're so, not going to get hurt. So you got you got dudes like that there. And you got like you got you got dude. You got some, dope you, boys. A lot of dope boys. I've seen a lot of people of color coming lately. I I I think the black people are finding out how and cool you camping said, and can you be. And you said you love seeing black people camp. I do, and I've seen it more and more recently because I think they're like, "Yo, Tron, I think all the white bitches going to woods. Pack up, let's roll." And then and they're the always the least prepared. They're like camping in there in a Chevy Capri convertible <laughs> that's got fucking uh, uh, Tony the Tiger. Uh, on the front of it, or and 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 they don't got no tent, they don't got nothing, but they just vibing. And then sometimes, a lot of like when different cultures uh, come together, it's kind of it's kind of cool and magical. It's kind of like what I get my rocks off here at the castle, is that you see them, you can you can almost look at their face and tell them like, damn, I've been missing out on this shit. Fucking white people in the woods with foam machines? Hell yeah. And then they get all into it. And then you see them just having fun. And that type of shit, I love like seeing, uh, like, in the last couple of years, we've seen a large uh, population of, like, uh, a lot of Latinos out like there. Like Colombians and everything. Colombians, and Puerto, Puerto Ricans. Ricans. I think, too, when you camp. I don't know where the fuck they're from, but the music's like, dunk, dunk, dunk. I'm about to say, dunk. when you camp near. Mira, 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 hey, 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 Puerto Rico. <laughs> when you camp near the Latino camp, uh, no matter if Bring you got your fucking the, earplugs. Yeah, the music's going all night. Uh, they're going to be cooking all day, though. The Latino camp's always got meals There's like going. a fucking rice buffet. You wake up, you think you're at the fucking the Puerto Rican continental breakfast in San Juan. <laughs> There's fucking codfish and a yeah. buffet of rice and fucking empanadas and shit. And, and the Latino camp, it goes all night long. Like, yeah, because yeah. they're like, oh, you white people? Hold on, let me... How, what's, oh, my white people, they, they... Oh, that's Mexican. Hold on. Um, hey, but that's the closest you've ever been, so keep that Mexican one. Uh, hey, man, hey, listen, uh, y'all white people are camping in the woods? Uh, man, I, I fuck with it, I fuck with it, come on. And then, boom, they, like, there's a whole, like, whole fucking Spanish community just yeah. fucking having a good time. And I've seen way more diversity because I feel like it's been kind of like a lot of these things you go do at mud parks or you go out camping yeah. to a, a spring or a park or whatever the case Man, when people get out there, it is a really cool, beautiful thing. Because at the end of the day, we're all fucking human, and we all have one thing in common: we want, we want to have fun. And, and what's really cool is nobody's toning their culture down. Nobody's acting a way to make everybody else feel comfortable. Yeah, everybody's throwing the flag of who they are. Rednecks are rednecking. The Latino camps got music pumping and dancing. Like you said, the brothers are hanging out with the fucking cars all around them. I like to think of myself as a very observant, like sociological, like uh, database of just watching how yeah. things are happening out there. And I've even seen like. Certain cultures that normally aren't the majority there going way deep and setting yeah. up shop. And you're like, oh, shit, they, they back here. They're yeah. over, here. They're over at uh, Bluffington's Corner. <laughs> because like, they got all these like, little names, names or whatever. There, yeah. fucking, they're over at their High Spring Heights. You know what I haven't seen enough of, man? This is me calling out. Asian community, you guys need to fucking step it up to the yeah, springs, Yeah, where the man. fuck is my Asians at, I want to see the Asian community deep out there because you're just going to have a blast. Where the fuck <laughs> is Camp Eggroll? I want to see all motherfuckers <laughs> line up, baby. 
Fucking rice wars hey, with the, the Colombians. <laughs> Two million to one may leave. <laughs> I challenge your Puerto Rican ass to an egg roller contest. Hey, the best thing too is when he's just talking about like camp egg roll. That is how people name their camps. Oh yeah, so everything's you, stupid you crazy. Sa- you sound like you're an idiot explaining to somebody like where was he at? Uh, he was by uh, Camp Wepa and Camp Show Me Your Tits uh, near Camp. What I'm saying. One was Camp Show Me Your Butthole. Uh, what, what did y'all with, a, with an airbrushed, yeah, giant they, butthole? They had like flags and signs. You saw like bed sheets, yeah. and I saw one where it was like Snoop Dogg was like a the fucking camp Snoop Jesus. Yeah, yes, he was like Snoop Dogg Jesus yeah. and shit. And there was a can't mind your business, and it was one dude with his tent, and it had a sign that said "Can't mind your business." And when we passed by, he looked at me and Rowdy, and he goes, "Keep driving." <laughs> There's so many like. <laughs> And you gotta understand, people show up there, and it's like an arms race. I, I, I compare it to like what it might have been in the early days of uh, Americans settling America, like blazing west and yeah, getting in spots. their yeah, like getting in their fucking covered wagon and we, laying down their territory. We and pulled say, up this on Friday, land. and the Rangers literally came up to us and were like, "Don't worry, guys, nobody's in your usual spot." Like, and we sit, we, and they were like, but there is a truck there. That was Jeff's truck, I think we had sent, like, before to block yeah, it off. no one wants to fucking park in a dust bowl with no shade. <laughs> next to all the cops. <laughs> yeah, next to all the fucking cops. Literally, literally, we are 50 yards away from all of Gilcrest County's law enforcement capabilities. Yeah, and, they've, and everyone there, other than a couple cunts and, and dick, dick holes, Everyone that works there and, and or the outside authorities, they've all been really nice to us. Except that one time, they illegally searched my shit and scratched my fucking car up with their canine. That's cool, whatever. My lawyer sent them a letter. They never responded. Yeah. Come on, Herman. That's probably why they always they always let us be now. They're like, I don't need my captain to be like, why the fuck is Guy Fieri's gay brother? What are you, boss? Sit down and have a meeting. Yeah. I heard one of you such Guy Fieri's navigator. My wife Scratch his shit all up. Fit. It's Anthony Bourdain and he ain't around no more. And Guy Fieri and one of them girl guys from RuPaul's Drag Race. Lieutenant Bob. Any of those. Lieutenant Bob, good job. I hope you're happy because your canine just took away the, the funding for this Christmas fucking company barbecue. We're going to get that fat fuck Fieri a fucking guy doing new paint job. You know how much we love the Tiger King too? And then you went and did this to Guy Fieri's son? Unfucking believable Gilchrist County. Oh man. So this hey, this is how much law enforcement they have there. Uh this is what happens. So this is I'm gonna tell you unofficial, uh, but I know we, we know the deal, but unofficial. Well let me, before you say that, yeah. we always question the statistics. Right. But we know that someone, whether it's the the hierarchy, they're like keeping like if you Google death rates or crimes. You don't really get any hard uh-uh. facts. But every year we're there when people die. In fact, this year, uh, we know of two people that died, at least, that we know of. Yeah. We also saw a dude punching a tree. He was, like, high on fentanyl, broke his arm, or broke his hand, got taken to the medic tent, and, like, five minutes later, they're walking him back. There's nothing on his hand. They were just like... Yeah. I saw two smoking hot Spanish girls, the fattest, juiciest ass, big, nice, perky titties, and their mom, and some guy, I don't know if he was a boyfriend or brother, he was caught in the middle of it. I'm going to be putting it all on uh, MikeBusey.com, don't worry, the member's feed. It is literally them fighting. They fought for like nine hours. I, every, every time I go over there and look to see if they're fighting again, I've heard someone scream, 
AK would be like, they're back at it, they're back at it. And I'd run over to the fence, just like, I was just the paparazzi, the fucking world star paparazzi, just filming this chick fight. Titties are flying everywhere, fucking getting slandered against cars. Or Like, you ever have, like, a public meltdown, but then thousands of people were watching it, and, you, and, you, and they weren't even affected. They just kept going. I, wish I actually had- offered them waters. Like, they took a break. They, they were fighting for so long, they took breaks. You should have you came up to them and be like, so going into this right now, what's your strategy? She's like, I just, you know, I'm throwing, I'm fighting the fight that I trained to fight. I'm not going to fight her fight no matter what happened. I'm going to fight the fight I trained to fight. And then they go to the other girl. What do you think what happened? Yeah, I got to focus back on my breathing. And, uh, you know, I got to take it back to fundamentals because it's full work with her. But, you know, it's, 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 it's anyone's fight at this moment. But, you know, I, I believe that God going to let me win. So, and then you go to the guy in the middle. He's like, he's titties everywhere. Oh, there was, dude. I, I was getting like kind of like, damn, this is hot. But then I was like, lady, stop. Let's just make love. Don't be, don't be swinging those sexy ass juicy poopers around like that in vain. Just come across this fence and come make love. I saw a guy and a girl getting into a huge fight on the river, like when we were when we were coming down the uh, the steps, and the, those two were just going at it hardcore. And all I heard him say was. Fuck whoever you want to fuck, but get out of the trailer. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you've ever been in a fight, which I have at that park, if you ever get in a fight with your girl, camping, it's the fucking worst. <laughs> Especially if you got no cell phone service. You can't angry text her, bitch, pack your shit. And it's so hot and physically exhausting just because you set up everything that you might, you might let shit fly you would never say anywhere else. Yeah, it's anyone you've ever been on vacation with your girl – or your boyfriend or husband, whatever the case, and you get in a fight, and it's just like you're not, you can't have a scene because you're not in your private home. Yeah. You gotta look around and see who can hear you because, like, nothing's worse than if I'm getting, like, in an argument with my chick and people are around. Like, that shit pisses me yeah. off. Like, if you wanna enrage me, like, most of my ex girlfriends know this, if they want to fucking push my buttons beyond belief it is to embarrass me oh yeah over me too. some shit publicly like yelling like fuck you oh, fuck me oh hey how's it going everything's fine yeah everything's fine everything's fine everything's fine the worst is when you guys are still trying to pretend like you're not like you're having an argument as you're moving forward in a line at disney just go fuck yourself come more steps more steps we're almost on we're almost on someone comes by hey hey bob hey hey sarah how's it going Hey! How many riders? Uh, Two. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's bad because uh, I remember getting in a fight with a girlfriend one time, and she was just drunk, being so bitchy. We were floating the river. We got the end of the river, and I was like, "Get me the fuck out of this inner tube." The worst. I get out, and she started like. She basically left me holding this giant ass inner tube, and everyone else was just being lazy as fuck as always. And I was having to carry this giant like ten by ten raft that's like deflated halfway. It's full of water. There's fucking beer cans in it, and all this bullshit. Someone's cooler, and some drunk girl's like, "Hey, where's my sunglasses?" And I'm fucking dragging this shit. I can't see where I'm going. I had to take breaks, walking like four miles, uh, and then. There'd be like some chick that knows who I am. She's like, "Oh my god, hey!" And then, then this one particular girl I was dating got so mad because she walked off. She basically like left me, like getting an attitude. And then she came. She walked so far I didn't know which way she went through the woods. Like she probably couldn't find the fucking yeah. Campsite. She didn't know which way the campsite yeah, was. Yeah. So then she just kind of came back. 
like angrily, like, hmm. and then she sees some smoking hot chick, like all like Talking taking pictures you, yeah. and all excited, and then it just made it worse. I'm like, what? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. And then it just it just became a fucking just. I think it was till like nightfall until I was like, all right, what's up? You good? <laughs> you good? We good? We good? All right, we, we good? over this. We over this shit. All right, cool. We good. But yeah, um, it gets crazy. The crazy part about it is too, like we said, all of Gilchrist County law enforcement is there. They're definitely making some dope ass overtime hours. They had like the crime scene unit guys there. Bro. They had. They had. I don't even know if I want to talk about what I know happened. They had. Well, we'll talk about that when we get to what where you were dealing with at that point. All right. We get to. There's corrections officers there. Uh, Gilchrist County Sheriff's Department. The firemen. And then the first line of defense is these park rangers. They wear these blue shirts as the, a ranger. I think my former ROTC color guard was there. <laughs> there was the a rangers? forensics unit, unit there. Like It was like, damn, what the fuck's going on here? Ryu and Ken were there. Like, it was, Fucking SWAT team was there right in the tree already, ready to repel down yeah. on someone and put out a campfire. Just every 15 feet, there was some dude in a ghillie suit just pretending to be a bush. Yeah, it was... Definitely, you definitely like, all right, but cool. But the thing is, they're not there to actually stop anything. They're there no. to just cover a murder up, basically. I, I watched, like, drunk people drive. I watched a guy, like, in a, I don't know, a 2005 Honda Accord with a sunroof, and his shoulders and head was popped out like Flintstones with a beer. Passing by every cop. Every cop, and they're just sitting there watching him. And then I'm like, is someone driving that car besides him? <laughs> it's like, a, like, no, it's just him. Like, if you look at our area, which is right by where everybody can see, there's a rule, no DJs. We have a fucking DJ. There's supposed to be no, like, sound and lasers. We have lasers on top of the bus pointing at... We're setting up to definitely entertain a thousand people. Yeah. And this year, we had a sponsorship. <laughs> we had Von, Von Payne. Von Payne. Cha-ching, ching, ching. We had Von Payne with Sprinter van, yeah, promo tent, table, <laughs> tasting area, tasting, flags. We're passing out shots. <laughs> flags everywhere. Like, you would have thought it was, like, a real deal corporate event yeah. we were doing over there. It people, was, people would come up to where our grill was. I got to paint this picture for you. The oh, yes. I was going to talk about about this Go, yeah the please. bus is in the back and so it's up against this fence area and then there's a trailer on one side blocking off one wall big u in the middle and on the other side we have a grill and some tables but it's all blocked off yeah so, so it's not a normal campsite yeah. it's proximity yeah like we have like air we have a, it's a big u so you can come into the center but you can't you're not you put not supposed to flank us from the back side um, and then the center has the big inflatable bounce house and then up against the stage so like mike was saying earlier it protects us from being overrun from the front too like this is yeah. uh this this thing is built for defensive purposes yeah, and like entertainment general Patton and and uh, a couple stagecoach fucking Literally engineers twice in my jenny springs experience have i made the comment Fuck, we're gonna get overrun. Like, you know, like yeah. it looks like you just see everybody. It's like a movie when they're in Somalia and they're catching some shit in the Bakar market, and they're like, "Sir, we need to get out of here right now." It's like uh, horny drunk dudes in the woods, but yet we're like FEMA showing up to water to our hurricane <laughs> yeah. relief. You got to make sure your your water trailer secure. You have an exit strategy. You don't get flanked from the back or the side of the right. You got fucking people just. You know, you got to set up right. And I remember how awkward it felt because we decided to put, which I still think it was a great position for it, under our tent. We barricaded like with these uh, these cafeteria fold down yeah. uh, long things, which everyone thought was probably stupid at first until it not only provided uh, seating for unlimited amount of people, but it was actually a barrier to keep people out of our actual area. And uh, we had the the flat burner grill. <laughs> 
Jeff's right right there to the front. So every time I would go to cook food or something, and and, and not even what thirty forty feet in front of us is the main road that everyone's yeah. just driving by. It's like you know, it's like a parade of just drunk redneck fucks yeah. hanging out of cars. Pulling their titties out. There's, yeah. there's that old dude that's you know says he's a photographer and he's got beads around his neck and there's this whole whole fucking like situation going on and people aren't they're just camping they're they're trolling they're just riding yeah. around showing off their rides and it's a whole different type of vibe but every time I'd go cook people. I felt like I was running a food truck. Yeah, people. People would start coming up to the front. Like I have people asking me, "So, hey, so what do you got?" I'm like, "Oh no, this is like for like us." Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, word." I was like, "Do you do you want a water?" And I would, I I don't know how many I gave out fucking probably a hundred bottles of free free water to people, even though we sh- should have sold it sold them to them motherfuckers. But uh, we fucking definitely gave out. I gave out fucking sandwiches to random scallywags that showed up to our our fucking campground Dur- during the middle of the show. I went to get a water. And all these guys were sitting on like the, the bench table area, and the dude's like, "Water, we need some waters." And I was like, "These aren't these waters for me and my crew." He's like, "Water, man." He's like, "We're fucking thirsty, water." And he's like, "I was like, we're not giving out water." And he just hopped up and walked to me. He was like, "Why am I seeing all these people getting water?" I was like, "They're with our crew." And he's just looking at me. He was like, "Y'all got no water." And I was like, "Oh, we got water." And I just closed. We got, the we got a whole lot of water. <laughs> whole lot of yeah. Not your goddamn water. Yeah. No, I gave I gave out a lot of water during the show. I didn't want to help anyone with anything because they were just the, the the horniness of those dudes during. When I say the show, what it is is I felt like a feminist, Miguel. Yeah, I was defending women left and right. I was like, ladies, kick these motherfuckers was, in the throat. I was getting scared sometimes. I was like, don't talk to him, ladies. Don't talk to him. There was dudes like it was like these dudes had never seen girls before. And here's the thing: so we have our stage set up. We have poles. In front of the stage is the bounce house where we put the foam machines. And all girls are allowed to jump in the bounce house. They're allowed to get on the poles. And a lot of times, this is the time for a girl who's wanted to get on a pole and have fun but never really got to it. And you watch how excited people get because they know what they're doing. And then, like, we have, uh, you know, we have uh, Cam there and, and Courtney. Courtney made $400. The, the other girls And she came. was up there just breathing fire girl, for, like, two minutes. That girl, Cam and Chloe. Must be four, nice. Made 400 bucks. I love, too, when the girls are talking about how much money they made in front of Doug, who's like, that's cool. I I've been awake for two days now working. Yeah, we're, we're, he's got calluses on his hand, yeah. and and we're like, we're gonna hook him up, and then he's just, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, and and he's he's happy for him, but he's also like, you can tell he's because the like, girls Must are oblivious. Nice. They're like, check it out, Doug. I made four hundred dollars. Can you walk me back to the trailer so that I put my money? He's like, yeah, it's no problem. I'm just gonna. Uh, Carry this fucking light rig on my back because I gotta climb up there. They're like, yeah, whatever, just walk me back. We're, we're basically Doug's running the best. a strip club that's making no money. We make a uh, zero profit. Yeah, the girls all make money. Uh, yeah, we don't take a cut of it. Uh-uh. We ain't no pimping. We ain't no fucking selling pussy. If, if I was a prostitute, that'd be a place to come because uh, I was are- the first night I had two uh, cute little Spanish girls come under the bus. And I was, like, still getting ready and shit. I was, like, looking in our, our, our mirror and shit and checking out, making sure all the candles were right and, and, the, and the Skittles were proportionate with the gator All the heads. petrified snakes were making, petrified in the right proportion. Yeah, make, making sure everything, the vibe is good, the music, you know. And then I look up, and then there was these two uh, sexy little uh, Spanish strippers. I'm just assuming they're strippers. I, I, they had, like, money fucking hanging from their hip. They had, like, a garter uh, belt and shit, you know. They, they look like they've done this before. Not judging them. And then they were like, 
What's up? I was like, hey, ladies, how you doing? Can, can I get you some waters? Mike's go to. Here's a water. And uh, they're like, we like to make money. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, we, we trying to make some money. I was like, cool. Um, yeah, so go make some money. Yeah. And I was like, kind of like, get the fuck out of here with that. Like, that's your yeah. first, that's the first thing you that's tell you somebody. you introduced yourself to the, to the tour bus guy. That bitch didn't even tell me her first name, Miguel. She wasn't even like, hey, my name's Elizabeth. I'm a Sagittarius. You want to pay for some pussy? You know, give me three things at least. You know? I, 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 think, I think if you're a girl and you're working, which, God, hey, God bless you, girl. Yeah. Do your thing. I ain't, I ain't here to hate. Because I know there's some fucking... Every you time, every make- time one of you prostitutes fuck one of these lonely motherfuckers, you probably have written another school shooting. So, pro- <laughs> cheers to you, baby. Keep saving them kids' schools. Keep fucking these weird motherfuckers that can't get puss. So, uh, they are. If they were smart, they would show up to the woods because you're in the middle of nowhere. You got no cell phone service. You can't even jack your dick to some porn. And they're getting all hopped up and horny and drunk as fuck late at night. If I was a prostitute, I would be going from tent to tent. Boy, are you going to get raped and murdered? Dude, I'm going to fucking... If I was a woman You're prostitute... You're going to get raped and murdered going tent to tent in the woods. Oh, yeah. What no. About- you, listen, <laughs> let's say I was like a big-ass yeah. big bitch, a big old fucking hefty-ass bitch. You know she could hold her. She got a little fucking little pocket knife on her, and she's got a little fucking scar across her cheek. And you know there's some lonely motherfuckers that are not going to say no to a blowjob at four in the morning. They're drunk as fuck. Yeah, but they're Laying not- on their shitty air mattress, and mosquitoes are biting their balls. You know how many times you're going to have to shake somebody down for the money again? Because they're like, what? <laughs> like just what like- she should do is like... She should get a big ass U-Haul truck, and then go from campsite to campsite, and they can't pay. She just steals all their camping gear, and then she just <laughs> comes back. You ever been camping where people go around stealing shit at night? That's what some people do. No, but I've had my shit stolen at night in camping. Exactly, yeah. that was one of them. Yeah, you just you just proved me right. There are times you see a motherfucker who ain't having fun. He looks miserable. He's riding around late at night, and he's always creeping around a site that's not yeah. his. He's just like. Because we got cameras all over the bus, yeah. and I can see from inside the bus what's all around the back, the back, the front, the sides. And I watched a guy fucking come up there, and I I was fucking. It was like 9 a.m. I was just getting laid out, and I watched him start uh, like sifting through some of our stuff. And then I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Is that one of our guys? I can't tell." And then I flung the door. And I was like, "Hey, what the fuck?" He stopped. He looked at me and then looked down and then just walked away. And I was like, I just caught another one of these little motherfuckers. Especially like rainbow people and shit. Ugh. They go to campgrounds to steal shit. rainbow people. If you guys don't know what rainbow people are, they're these hippies that live in like the Ocala National Forest and other spots. They dumpster dive. Don't they're worry, they don't. They don't listen to podcasts. They always. I, I hope they. I hope somebody finds rolls out to the middle of the forest, finds a camp. He's like, "You guys, rainbow folk." I'm like, yeah, this is, I'm Gemini. This is my wife, Sparkles. I'm like, cool. Miguel says, "Fuck y'all." Yeah, and just seen, rolls away. You ever seen a white dude with dreads and he has like a shitty cat or dog like tied to a shoestring? He's in front of a Wawa <laughs> yeah. or Seven Eleven. That's a rainbow person. And he's got like this girl who used to be hot like 20 yeah. years ago, and she's all fucking ran through, and she's. Got got an empty gas tank and they got some fucking shitty van life yeah. river, uh, van like parked there and like hey i'm starlight me and my husband 
uh, we ran out of gas, and, and and our cat doesn't have food, and we we were wondering, man, if you were cool and believed in karma and would pay it forward. Yeah. And man. while while you're talking to him, you don't even realize the cat is stealing your wallet. Yeah. You know, fucking rainbow people are. And they're like, the hey. Worst. I really believe God sent me to yeah, you. Here's a bro. crystal. Here's a crystal for some vibes. And also, here's the thing. Rainbow people are also dicks, too. Like, they'll walk by your campsite looking through your shit. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? Chill out, bro. I was just looking. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> you're digging through my shit. Oh, no. I, when I was younger, I, I caught some motherfuckers uh, going through my campsite trying to steal shit. They were, like, all up in our area. And so you always got to have that last man yeah. standing watching watching a campground, especially when you got lasers and fog machines and all this. Dude, the rainbow thousands of dollars of shit. The rainbow there. people were fucking drooling. They're like, bro, we could we could definitely get fifteen bucks for that laser. We <laughs> like, could take that to the nearest Wawa, that foam machine, bro. We're gonna eat for a week. Hey man, I left my wallet. Can I trade you this foam machine for some soups and breads? And they always sneak into yeah. like festivals and campgrounds. They're straight hippies. And the thing is, we didn't name them Rainbow People. That's what they're called. That's their tribe's yeah. name. Someone just got triggered. Yeah. Rainbow People. Why would what? you? Think? No, that's what their tribe is called. The yeah, Rainbow no. People. They have like a they have like a hierarchy. Yeah. What's the guy like the, the enforcers? The guru, oh, the. Um, um, the ones that are like they're like a, they're like a they're, gang. They're almost like the Rainbow People Sergeant at Arms, but I don't know what they're. No, nah, that's real. Like yeah. you, you're supposed to yell out some word. Do you know what it is? Don't act like you ain't fucked one of these rainbow bitches, Stephen. Why are you lying? Stephen was. I don't know the word. There's a word they're called. Can you can you can you re- research? You know those other see. podcasts of people that aren't doing it. They do the research and they Wait, throw the let me see. name at them when they're fucking doing it. Jesus Christ. There's a name for like the hierarchy. They're like the enforcers, and you're supposed to like, go, Sue, like you yell out some bullshit, and then they show up and they beat the shit out of people. Like, no, I'm dead ass serious. I've been told by multiple rainbow people this story. I'm not making this up. There is a name for it. And please the don't. Rainbow people, I'm trying to find this. It's, it's like the rainbow people, like bodyguard, police, and. They like they work like a fine line of ethics. Like they have, they're they're supposed to have ethics, but they're you know most of them are crooked and shit, and they just do whatever. And and uh, it's like the, there's a word you say a word, and they they post the like it's like a it's like throwing a gang sign up like yo circle around we're about to fucking beat this dude's ass this housey's ass. All, here's the thing about rainbow people though they're all like vitamin deprived, so. If you can last a little long in this fight, you got them. Because rainbow people don't have stamina. I don't know. Something in that heroin, I think they fucking become like, they, they become very fluid. Like, they can take some hits. You got to have a knife dipped in Narcon. <laughs> You're just like slicing it. Ah! <laughs> like, they burn like vampires in Blade. <laughs> yeah. So, no, no one no one can figure it out. Because if I start Googling shit, I'll be, you think I'm distracted now? Shit. Yeah, the rainbow, the rainbow people... Uh, definitely my least, some of my least favorite over there. Also, this time there was a full blown Nazi at, at at the Springs. Yeah, fucking. I I didn't really see him, but let I kind of heard towards the end what was going on. Let me kind of paint the picture of the first night, and we're gonna we're gonna just to not trigger Mike, we're gonna skip to the part where Brian and I hit the hit a wall on the bus, and uh, we were stopped for like an hour before we could leave, and there was jump through all that. We get to the first night, we're set up. Uh, we have traditionally in the past, like I think two or three years, a fight has broken out that has involved our people on the first night. And so this first night, we're set up pretty good. Show's going. Only because we're policing it, trying to do the ethical Yeah, thing. we're always, because we're, we're trying to provide security for our own thing, because we're like, it's our party. 
So we got, but you're talking a thousand people are there. Girls are dancing on the pole, and the girls jumping up into the bounce house, jumping into the poles in the stage. Fifty uh, percent of them are dancers, but fifty percent of them are just girls who want to get wild and, and, and try a pole out. So they should be safe to do that because we're telling them to do that. So we need to step up and make sure that we squash all beefs. So we do. And one of the things that we, you know, we try to pass the vibe is uh, security is a customer service position. And what we mean by that is there's lots of ways you should try to stop something before you got to bust heads. Because you, when you start busting heads, a whole fucking riot can start over there. So lots of times dudes will jump in or dudes will try to jump on stage. And you just walk them off, grab them, hey, come on, buddy, you got to get down. You try to keep everybody from getting all pissed off. But as the, the night goes on, the energy builds and the vibe changes and there does start to get some like some some weird vibes, and there's some assholes. And this time, in the middle of our show, stand so once again, remember bus, and in front of the bus is the stage, and then in front of the stage is the bounce house, and in front of the uh, the bounce house is now the crowd, and the crowd is 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 blocked off by the bounce house, the stage, and then the bus is the final thing. So. As I'm kind of going up and down on stage, walking people back and forth, uh, making sure there's no bottles being thrown on stage, all this shit, I get told by Doug, he's like, hey, man, there's a fucking Nazi standing right in front of the bounce house. And I was like, how do you I know? hate when that happens. Yeah, the Nazi in the bounce house, one of my this least favorite. This little kid's birthday party was just a blast until the Nazi showed up. Nazi in the bounce house, my least favorite Hardy Boys book. You know, So Doug's like, there's a Nazi standing in front of bounce house. And so I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, man, there's a fucking Nazi standing in front of Bounce House. So I look, and I'm like, the dude with the glasses? And he's like, yeah. I was like, how do you know he's a Nazi? He's like, I was thinking uh, the swastika he has tattooed on his chest, (laughs) he's like, was my first indicator. (laughs) So as the dude's standing there, he does lift up his shirt every now and then and shows the swastika and then keeps putting He's like trying down. to stunt from yeah, what I was Yeah, he's, he's trying to stunt, man. He's trying to let us see. Like, he's throwing up a flag. And nothing gets a fucking girl soaking wet to get see a good old Nazi fucking tattoo. As Germany 1938, you know? But he's out there, so Doug's like, fucking Nazi, man. So I'm like, fuck, there is a Nazi. So we're all keeping the eye on the Nazi. And then uh, there's a bunch of dudes on the side of the stages who are like reaching out? They basically look like they're they're like the Afghani's trying to hop the last plane to get out of Kabul, uh, but it's pussy they're reaching for, and they're just blah, 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 hands out trying to grab girls. So we're like keeping that at bay, and dudes keep jumping into the bounce house because like none of the, none of the cops or the staff there is like running this. Yeah, they're like, all right, fuckers, you want to bring all your bullshit fucking foam yeah. machines to the woods? You're on your own, fuckos. So we're in the mix of all this shit. And then AJ wanted to do a wrestling match so badly. And to be honest, we just weren't feeling doing a wrestling match that night. It was the first night. We were exhausted. All these dudes want us to see girls dance. We don't want to get them going with wrestling and, and get them hyped up to fight. But AJ wanted a wrestling match, and so they, we did it. And it worked out fine, man. It was real quick. But I definitely know it, it boosted the crowd to get a little rowdier now. Yeah, and then I'd start a good bar fight by seeing uh, uh, some wrestling. Yeah, so now it's like close to the end of the night. Uh, people are getting a little rowdier. Dudes are jumping up onto the bounce house more. And at one point, I guess a dude, and I don't know too much of this story, but I know at one point a dude jumped on the bounce house and wanted to wrestle Rowdy Rob. And Rowdy Rob obliged. 
And so, which I will tell the rest of our teammates, we never wrestle random dudes in the woods when we're surrounded by dudes and no cops will come to help us. But I must not have texted Rowdy. so He, he must not have got that, that yeah, memo. Yeah, he didn't know. So he gets in a wrestling match with this dude, and he's winning, it's fun. And the dude then fucking sucker punches Rowdy Rob right in the face. I didn't even know that. that ha- yeah. I didn't know that happened. And then pops out of the bounce house into the crowd of a thousand people, and Rowdy Rob pursues. <laughs> and this is the Nazi? No, Nazi's right there. This is another dude. Rowdy Rob. I'm normally blacked out by this time. Yeah. And not trying to get in the fight, trying to get my dick sucked. Well, Rowdy Rob now jumps into the crowd to get this dude and wraps up with this dude and is fighting with him. So while this happens, another dude jumps into the bounce house. And I guess he's a friend of that dude. And he's trying to make his way to Rowdy Rob. And before any of that could happen, our homeboy Eddie Savage jumps off the stage. Who's also about that life. Yeah, jumps off the stage and just fucking drops this dude with a fucking punch right to the face in in the bounce house. And then So much violence in the bounce house. Bounce house was a violent place. Nazis fucking flying punches and Well, we all run inside. M- mind you, Ralphie stayed back to use his flashlight to make sure we were protected by illuminating the fight. Ralphie security Ralphie with a flashlight on the fight. <laughs> so we run in, everybody runs in to try to get rowdy and rowdy. And this is what I did. This is some cheap ass shit, guys. The crowd was blocked up, so I couldn't get to rowdy. And I'm oh, like, I remember you telling me that. I tell everybody, I'm like, hey, I'm a medic, I'm a medic, let me through, let me through, I'm a medic, I'm a medic. Miguel's showing up to a, a fucking a gang fight in the middle of the woods, claiming to be a medic to so, clear way. So everybody clears way for me. And then when I get down to rowdy and the dude, I just get on the ground, start punching the guy in the fucking face. <laughs> Wait, that's not a medic. <laughs> hey, hey, that's the vibe I, I got. I think he's. I think he lied to us. That doesn't seem to be medical procedure. That's not medicine. So we end up pulling. Ra- uh, Doug ends up grabbing Rowdy by the ankles and just dragging him out because Rowdy's fucking this dude up. But we got to get him out because there's all these people everywhere. And then Doug and me said the same thing. We're in this big ass crowd and everything's hectic. And our first thought was. Where's the Nazi? Because this is the perfect time to just fucking punch that fucker on the side of the face right now. I didn't see that, but I also know, like, I I didn't want to see that. But then I also was like, man, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck these days actually think that that's, like, that's cool and you're going to get some pussy? And I I don't know, man. That's just... just, Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, Nazi. Hey, the best part was... There was this time when, like, two dudes were on top of Rowdy, and Rowdy's on top of this guy. And uh, Rowdy's already fucked this dude up, and then we've been busting him in the face. Uh, and these two dudes are on top of Rowdy, and I'm like, I don't know what to do now, because to be honest, I was telling you guys about it. Now I'm feeling all these multiple hands on me. I, I'm not, nobody's doing anything to me, but the realization comes in the fact that, like, I'm completely surrendered. If anybody wants to just whoop my ass right now, I'm about to get my ass whooped. It's like it's like uh, comparable to be like finger fucked, crowd surfed across a, yeah. a crowd at Lollapalooza or some shit. Yeah, I was all tough and badass to get all in there and fired up, and now I'm like an idiot. Like, yeah, if anyone wants to just sucker punch me in the back of the head and start beating my ass, there's nothing I can do. I'm surrounded. So these two guys are on rowdy at this point. They had and pulled him off yet and uh i'm like come on man please please let my let up let up let, let these guys handle it and i'm like buddy i'm like don't don't make me fucking choke you and the and, you know i'm lucky the dude didn't turn around and just fucking bust my feet he looks at me he's like it's me miguel 
I'm trying to help Rowdy. And then the other dude who we're like ripping off of him, he's like, oh, let go of me. I'm trying to help Rowdy. And I'm like, God damn. I'm like, we got to start making people. If you're a member and you come out there, you have to wear some members gear or something. Everybody's going to start year. wearing uniforms at night, so when the brawls happen, yeah. we know who not to fucking punch. Everybody, the color of the day is red. You crack a red glow stick before the fight oh happens. Oh, my God. Last year, when this was happening, uh, our homeboy Moppy, because the same thing happened last year, where Rowdy was in the middle of the crowd on oh, top of Oh, imagine somebody. that. Rowdy, Rob, yeah. and then a fight. Uh, last year, when the same thing happened, our homeboy Moppy was on top because Rowdy had got flipped to the bottom of this, but he was still in control of the dude. But our homeboy Moppy comes and starts yanking the dude up who's on top of Rowdy. And Misha's drunk ass comes running up and starts punching our homeboy who's ripping the other dude off of Rowdy in the back of the head. She's like, don't y'all fuck with my man. Don't fuck with my man. He's like, Misha, stop hitting me. He was getting pelted in the back of the head. Yeah, it, I'm glad about that time. Because I know when to uh, get the fuck off stage and not like yeah. rile the crowd up anymore. But the problem is, is that they uh, they ask us very sternly to make sure we're done by midnight. This year they let us go to one. That and, extra hour, bro. And, but I think it helped, though. I think I think it did. It, it definitely got let because they they were so drunk <clears throat> by one o'clock they were ready to pass out. Yeah. So and before. Years before, I was like, oh, man, this ain't good. They get all hot and horny and drunk as fucking ready to f- just go crazy. They're fucking ready to jack their dicks off and fucking blow their fucking minds away. And then, boom, it's like, all right, party's over. And and then it starts kind of like a mob mentality when we it, we end it. Like, and we have to cut the lights and basically hide the girls. and, 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 and Quickly, and, go to the bus. Every girl now, run, run, run. And then it's like boyfriends are mad because their girlfriend's being a hoe and or their girlfriend's hanging out with his back dudes will try to come backstage we're like what are you doing they're like that's my girl over there and we're like yeah she's gonna get on the polar dance or bounce in the bounce house she can go if you, if you guys want to go but like no i need to be back there with her and i'm like no yeah i don't it's like this isn't like a normal scenario we're gonna make sure she's good you're gonna still see her it's not like we're fucking taking her away yeah imagine yeah. a band pulled your girlfriend up on stage in a concert they're not going to be like, buddy, you're her boyfriend? Come on, Get up. over here and get on this base right now. Hell yeah, man. Fuck it. I'm glad you're here, Derek. Yeah. So we're, we're fucking running pretty much a nightclub, fucking strip club, fucking concert venue. DJ Nobody Special is hidden in the trailer. He's got like a whole VIP setup. Girls are showing up. And then they're going. We, we, I, I had the genius idea to fold down the ramp door, which no one really gave me no credit for. And I, 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 would, I would respect. I would, I would appreciate if I got my roses. Because uh, I thought it was a great idea to let that door fold down onto that, 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 uh, the back of that trailer. Because it made basically a perfect bridge from the trailer to the other trailer. And Steven had a whole fucking setup. And I remember like, yo, where's the fucking charcuterie? It, it was like a whole fucking vibe inside there. And I was able to like communicate with him and then figure out what we're doing. And yeah, you know, Doug's fucking thrashing away the national anthem. Courtney's breathing fire. Scalawags, I have no idea. I wish I fucking could find them shortly after. Uh, have, are fucking dancing. People are covered in soap and 
some horny Mexicans over in the far left corner trying to finger fuck everybody. And that's when you need a tranny right there. You find a bunch of horned up dudes in a dark fucking forest. You throw a hot little tranny out there and just, and then, and then he's, uh, and she's out there, she, he, whatever the fuck they identify as, whatever the fuck their pronoun is. Next thing you know, all these horny motherfuckers are trying to finger fuck this tranny. Someone's going to put a finger too far up that skirt and going to, going to feel something they don't want to feel. That'll maybe that maybe it'll teach them a lesson to be inappropriate and to be a creep. So listen, tranny, you're gonna have to get sexually assaulted, but you'll teach a lesson. But can you really sexually assault a tranny? If you if you poke my balls, you have sexually assaulted they, me. They've obviously. If took, you poke my balls, you have sexually assaulted me. When I was younger, and I don't know, I probably <laughs> we probably can never play this anywhere, but I I, I feel like maybe. People that were dudes that want to be chicks, they just really want dudes still, so they just became a woman. They're like, it's like we're going to disguise our bodies as a woman. Yeah, sure, but they I'll don't chop want my their dick off balls and poked by everyone. How do you know that, Miguel? Because they don't. They have dedication. <laughs> they wanted to get finger fucked so bad by some dudes that they became a chick so they could try to get some more dick. And I don't, I'm not saying that all transgenders that way, but I'm going to tell you right now, a good 25%. They're like, fuck it. If I know you, how we're going to get more dick. I'm going to become a hot chick. If you were in the woods. Tell me, I'm, tell me where the lie chicks, is. And a bunch of chicks that you didn't like started poking your balls. Hey, <laughs> hey listen. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, it I'm sounds right good now. until you start really thinking about who's doing the ball poking Well, the here. horny drunk fuck who's touching anyone inappropriate that was hoping that was a chick. And he accidentally finds out that that person's got a dick. Maybe to teach him a lesson to keep his goddamn hands to himself. Consensualness. Whether you're in the woods, you did the good work, club. Detective Trans. Yeah, <laughs> we sent you down to Jenny Springs to make sure you keep these teach these creepos a lesson. They, I would do it again if I if my country asked me for it. But I'm gonna have to ice my balls because of the thousands of sexual assaults I just experienced. <laughs> Those horny fucks, all they had to do is stand behind the bounce house phone machine, but no, they wanted more and they got it all. We started this program in the late nineties. Originally, each officer took a day to put on a dress, <laughs> coat his balls with honey and broken glass, and allow dudes to cut their hands. Then the next morning we opened up a tent and we said free hand cleanings, and all the dudes who showed up we arrested for sexually assaulted. Assaulting an officer. I, I, I want to find some research on this. I bet there was a small town that didn't have a hot undercover cop that was willing to play the prostitute role. So fucking one of the rookies had to put on the lipstick and heels and had to be the tranny streetwalker to lure in these fucking night fuckers. But I'm pretty sure this town was small enough. They'd be like, Derek, you're a night fucker? <laughs> Why didn't you bring that up at the Kiwanis meeting last week? Hey, shh, I'm undercover, motherfucker. Derek, hey, honey, it's Derek, Jimmy and Lisa's boy. Shh, I, I know. I'll see you at church on Sunday. Listen. He's a night fucker. It's my like, job. I'm an undercover prostitute. Like your brother Carl. Carl and me. Jennifer said she wouldn't do it, so I had I was I had to draw straws. <laughs> I drew the fucking miniature dick, the little dick straws what's to get on little, bachelorette what's parties. The little dick mean <laughs> means better be a size six. Put it on, Derek. AK sent me a YouTube video that I have yet to watch yet, and she was like, "Look, 
the, a guy had a three inch dick and he fucking went to ten inches. And I'm like, all right, I'm listening. Dick so, surgery. What, what, that's gonna be, that's gonna be my right, night I'm watch. It's gonna be my night watch before I go to sleep. See how this three inch dick turned into a ten what inch is, dick. Because I'm, I'm 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 in. How did we max out the Apple Card this month, Mike? I don't know, but don't investigate it. <laughs> don't look. Let it slide. Don't, don't be finger fucking some skirts that you don't want to fucking find out you, where it hurts. Another night fucker. Jesus. Yeah. No. I'm, Would I'm, you get that surgery if it gave you ten inches? I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Because like, they're gonna cut your dick and then for like what, like ten weeks probably. That's I don't like know. I, what time. do they do? Does it, do you know? I don't know. I, I mean, I'm a, let's. I'm gonna make a huge assumption. Steven, Steven knows. Steven doesn't. He's got a big dick. How does big dick surgery work? Oh, he got the surgery. Yeah. yeah. They do cut your dick open. They cut your dick open. They take Ooh. Fat out of your body and add it to your dick. I've oh, already I got a fat dick. I'm the biggest dick in America. Goddamn, I'm a big ass. Oh, if they took my fupa and put it to my dick, my dick would literally. My dick would be. I could play pool with it. Oh my know? god. Dude, that'd be if great. If they pressed, imagine this, Mike. Imagine they drilled a hole in our foop and just pressed it out. Oh, my God. I tell you this much. No lie, I could fill uh, a country crock tub well, they, they, <laughs> with, uh, my foop, with my foop fat. I've seen some, like, trendy little fucking Instagrams. <laughs> What's in the tub? Where, where women were, like, advertising. They do, like, this body. I think it's called body sculpting. Yeah, they Where they massage oh, yeah. your, your fat and your muscle, and they move it around so, like, like people like me and you, we could just get our titties and, and fupas, and we could probably get we could have a nice ass juicy ass poop. I'd have them, I'd have them push some of my fat donkey to my, ass fat to my forearms and give me those Batman spikes <laughs> he just has on his on his like forearm armor just out of my fat. I think if I could go and my feet, I would have them push it. I'd look like I was wearing Yeezys. My feet would just be ballooned. <laughs> I think we're five years away from maybe landing on Mars and safely getting giant ass penises. Oh, yes. I don't want that world. I do not want the penis, giant penis arms race. Uh-uh, man. I'm, well, I remember one time, I, I think I've talked about it, Stitches, the rapper, uh, he was like, yo, Mark, hey, come on, come to Miami with me. You got three grand? I know this doctor can make your dick huge. Nope, I don't want And it. I was like, really? Like, three grand? Like, what's the catch? Like, wh- where's the... He ain't a doctor, and it don't work. <laughs> he does it in his garage. Well, listen, trust me, it's it's going your to dick, be huge. Your, if your dick gets infected too, it's going to swell so fat, <laughs> going to look like an eggplant. He's fucking injecting, fix a flat in people's dicks <laughs> in his garage, dressed up as the Pet Boys man. <laughs> fucking hey, you want, want me to fill her up? Huh? I'm got, letting her up. Uh, fucking regular. Check this out, man. My dick will run flat. You can stab it. <laughs> Nothing will happen to it. Oh, dude, could you imagine if you had like a like a just a, a fucking beanbag dick that was just <laughs> stayed hard at all times? Uh, you know what I want? I want instead of my foop, I want them to hook up an air mattress motor, and I just press my belly, just like <laughs> it's just like filling my dick up. So no, t- tell me, you know they cut your dick open, and then then they, what? They take fat. They cut your dick open, Stephen, and they take fat. So they, they make you an egg roll, like a, they make your dick like an egg roll, and they just throw some more fucking they cabbage little, in it. They like they put some fat and they throw some garlic and olive oil. And well, girls been doing this shit for years. They be doing those body transfer shit and fucking putting fat in their ass and their titties. Like, why why can't I? Why can't we? You do can that? do it, but nobody wants to get their dick cut open and then stuff it with fat. It's one of those things. Hey, you go first, bro. Tell me how it went. Because you think about 10 weeks or so of recovery with your dick cut open. You know how girls, when they first... Oh, every time you piss. You know how girls, when they get a boob job, they're like, hey, Jennifer, come look at it, and they pull her tits. Imagine like a locker room of dudes (laughs) down in Miami. Steve and Chris, get over here and check out my new hog. Check out my new dick, bro. The purple's (laughs) going to go away in a couple weeks. I'm on 99 flex payments. (laughs) Dude, I'm going to have this bad boy paid off in no time. Bro, they're 
ran my credit, and I'm telling you, paying off that Montgomery Ward car helped so bad because I was going to get a 21% interest rate, and they gave me a 15. Dude, Plus, I called Junior the credit guy. I mean, he said, yo, no problem. It's no Go problem. i get you a stuffed dick down in Miami. I got a, I got a stuffed have, dick guy right now. I just need your mom's name. You're going to be in the 700s in no time. He's like asking all types of obscure shit. Yeah, Junior, what do I need? It's nothing. Getting dick surgery, it's nothing. I tell you what you need. Uh, you need a 700 credit score. Uh, you need me to give me the location as to where you're getting your dick surgery. And I'm going to need to put something in your leg surgically. And when you land in Miami, remove them. Someone, someone's uh, listening to this. And thank you very much for listening to this shit. Uh, all of you, we love you. Thank you so much. Someone's listening to this and they're like, like just clicking. Yeah, dick surgery. Dick surgery. Junior, the dick surgery. Maybe guy. I'll, maybe I'll put, I haven't watched this video. But I, I am. Uh, I don't want to see it. I am man. going to watch it's just it. So terrifying that long of surgery on your dick. The the subject the the headline of this of uh, YouTube video is increase your dick size. This increase the size of your penis. Penis enlargement and thickening surgery. Real case. And there's a video, and I a lot of stuff like they ban on YouTube. But when it's like surgically related, you can like watch like yeah. Oh, it says, I do understand and wish to proceed. This may be inappropriate. Oh, they're going to show full Oh, dick. you're going to watch a dick get cut open and then stuffed with capers. Oh, this is four four minutes and 21 seconds. I ain't got time for all this dick. I need to fast forward <laughs> to the good parts. I ain't got time for all this dick. I got to fast forward to the good parts. Oh, shit. This guy's dick's fucking all just laid out. It looks like the frog in biology class. It's cut open. <laughs> Hey, everybody get their dicks and remember you only get one. I can't tell this before and after. He's got a, a decent <laughs> dick right there. I'd fucking be happy with that size. Some people are just taking do you know there's some guy that the plastic surgeon has to cut off? He's like, Tony, listen, yeah. this is your twelfth surgery. I want You're gonna lose the, feeling in your, in your dick. I can't do this surgery, Tony. Your dick's not supposed to have shoulders. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you want me to put mice rib cage in your dick so it could have abs? Hey. Oh. I, I, I'm fast forwarding to the end. Ugh. Oh, is he uncircumcised? Oh, they got oh, the so. right there. Uh, they got, they got, the, they got the tape measure. He's like, oh, another satisfied oh. client. Oh, it man. just terrifies me to feel that pain of dick surgery. I don't know, man. Like, if, like, what if you were like, you had like a shelf life? They're gonna give you a brand new huge ass dick, but it's only gonna got like it's got like ten years on yeah. it. And that's it. Five we, years. We've gone so far with our dicks, you know. I feel like the men have just been shamed into not playing this surgery game. I mean, these women been fucking falsifying and fucking rebuilding their whole body. I don't want to go to the, programs. The, the, the hospital and get fucking bootleg dick surgery. T- fast forward 20 years from here, some young kid's going to come home from school. Dad, I, we were up in the showers and the kids made fun of my little dick. I want you to sell the house and fucking give me a new dick. Why didn't you ever give me dick surgery? Me and your mother disgusted. It's a graduation present, you know? I always get awkward when I hear about, like, high school girls who got breast jobs. And I'm like, so your dad paid for you to get titties? That's kind of weird. This sounds so fucked up. But anytime I hear about that, I'm like, that dad's a molester. Yeah. Anytime he's like, hey, Vicky, you know what would make you look hotter at your 14-year-old self? Some zooms, and your brother. I'm gonna get him that dick surgery because <laughs> I love my fucking kids. Oh my god! So let me let daddy do the thing. You know, we just moved to the neighborhood. Let daddy do the thing real quick, and we'll be back. He just goes over, and he's like, "Hey, 
how's it going? I'm Kevin. I'm moving next door. That's my daughter, Vicky. That's my son, Tyler. I'm a registered sex offender. We got a pool, so, you know, we throw barbecues, swing on by. Also, if you have a van, I have to move, you know? Oh, man. I think, uh... Jenny Springs. Oh, Jenny Springs. We, we derailed on Dick Surgery. Well, I tell you what, that was first night Jenny Springs. What we didn't discuss was right there, Jenny Springs. And the whole Mike invited a homie to come by that we had never met. Mike invited this model to come over, and we'd never met her before. She turned out to be really cool. She's super tall. She was Super like, hot, super cool. Rowdy Rob definitely fell in love. He was going on little raft fucking adventures and shit. And I, a little date night? Yeah, I, I watched it. I seen him. You know when, like, it's... It's like go time, and you see Rob in the bus, and you know he had set up his own camp with you, and I'm like, oh, so what are you, what are you doing over here, my guy? And I'm yeah. just like seeing them all like just circling around like a vulture, just waiting for some prey to fucking fall out. I wish you would have come by our camp. You wanted to that last day, and then we were already going to the river. I went looking for it, but yeah. I found the Columbian bathhouse. <laughs> our camp was straight across from you. We had we we had fucking commandeered a power and water setup that wasn't ours. Heard y'all heard y'all stole some of my contraband. We took your pillow and we took some food. <laughs> we went to our area, uh, hey, but I we had mean. AC units in there. So we're pumping AC in there. The only thing was we... How did you have an AC in your tent? We, t- we took a, a mobile AC unit and, and, put a, and hooked it up to the, the power that was there. And then we had a generator going. Damn. And, we, and the thing was, though, we didn't put the exhaust out. We put the exhaust aiming to like our living room because it had a living room set up. Damn, you had a fucking living room? Yeah, so our, we had, we had, it was a two-bedroom with a living room. And we had an inflatable couch. Big pillow, some stuff, and we had the exhaust, and the fucking exhaust was kicking back into our living room because it was blowing in our bedrooms. So when we first walked into the tent, like to go to bed, we had to push through a ninety-degree living room to get to two ice-cold bedrooms. I blacked out both nights. <laughs> uh, the first night, I remember just like, "Oh man, this is great, fucking great energy." Other than some 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 bullshit drama and some horny toad dudes. Everything went well, and then I remember, like, you know, because when we get done doing a good little presentation, we like to celebrate. Yeah. So I think Ralphie grabbed the golf cart, and then everyone got me all, like, hot and horny and excited, thought we were going to go down for a night river a river ride, and then they took me all the way down there, and then I guess they pulled the okey-doke and circled back around. Next thing you know... I was pretty drunk. Next thing I know, I feel like I'm heading back to my camps. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck? What are we doing? So they, they, like, they kind of fucked with me. I don't know what the whole, I don't quite remember what the purpose was. But the next night we did it, and I was told I fell asleep and started snoring on you, the river. So the first night, uh, you know, you got blacked out at the end. And you, 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 you got a little experimental. I heard I was, <laughs> I was wrestling the bros and, and fucking aggressively tearing their clothes off <laughs> and uh, fucking humping them from the back. We side. had to have the karate boys had to have a meeting about how to deal with this. Get the tranquilizer yeah, dart. Yeah, it was it was basically a dodge dodge our leader because he is uh he he's he's gonna fuck one of the bros. When listen, when I'm in a good mood, I get it shit gets fucking <laughs> weird. And I was in a really good mood apparently, and I was drunk as fuck and and uh Courtney didn't come home with no threesome. Apparently she wasn't a big fan of the the three three day uh, festival pussy in the woods. I said, "Hey, we got plenty of water bottles around here. You know, fucking spray it yeah, off, get it ready." But I don't really remember. But I seen some videos, and y'all did hype it up a little too much because I was like, "How gay did I get?" And I looked, and I was like, "That's not that gay." <laughs> My face is like four inches away from his penis. That's that's I definitely his penis could feel your breath on it. 
Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I was putting a speaker in John Kane's dick or something. I don't know. I I heard stories, and then I I asked uh, as any uh, as any fucking uh, plaintiff, yeah, defendant. I asked for discovery. I said, "All right, well, show me your evidence. Let me see what, what's the case on me." And I still ain't seen nothing. I seen some, some, some very. Uh, I I just saw a big fat guy who was having very fun and with his bros, and he may or may not have been uh, tearing their clothes off and <laughs> aggressively tackling and wrestling them. The you best know? was the second night. The second night, you got like super blackout drunk. I think you were even more blackout than the first night. And the second night, sure. you got into know. some weird ass music vibe. It was Hans Zimmer, the Terminator. There was straight up, Mike, a point where the Terminator 2. Ba-da-da. Bullshit. No, no. Your Honor. Look at this. Look at this. Everybody Your Honor. Because we're outside hanging out. We're like, is that the Terminator theme song? It's like, lies. And then these two scallies came, these pretty scallies from like Jacksonville came, and they were kicking it with us for a while in the air, and they were like, can we go? We gave them the, 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 the stickers to go back on the bus earlier, and Doug had found them and given them to me. They were like, can we go back on the bus and hang? We're like, yeah, go hang with Mike on the bus. They walked up the stairs, they closed the door. 30 seconds later, they opened the door and walked out. We're like, what's up? They're like, we're going we're gonna to go back to our camp camp area. We'll probably come back later. We forgot. Blah, blah, blah. We're like, what the fuck's the deal? And Courtney's like, I know what the deal is. Mike's about two shots away from getting gay. And then I don't remember who walks out the bus. They're like, yo, Mike's getting gay. <laughs> and we walk in right after those scallies left. You got like... I'm saying Enya, but it's not Enya. But you got like an Enya vibe. You're on the ground twerking and Ralphie's river dancing. And I'm like, that's what those oh, girls. Oh, so twerking and river dancing is gay, huh? <laughs> that's what those girls, they, they walked out. They just saw that big show we did. Blasphemous. They saw Mike Busey, the king of rock and roll, get on stage, get wild. They came back to party with him. <laughs> they opened the door and T2's soundtrack was going while you were twerking on the ground and Ralphie's river dancing. Bro, I was and in a good was, mood. I was in a good mood. It was too much for them. I was in a good mood. What can I say? It was two random scallies who decided to walk through the woods and get on the tour bus of somebody they didn't know. Sorry, could ladies. Not, could we don't, not we don't handle need none of your pussy in this tour bus. They couldn't We're handle doing river dancing. What they bitch. saw. We're fucking river dancing. I, I kind of do remember waking up <laughs> being really sore because for some reason when you were I twerking get, hard. When bro. I get drunk, I fucking I, I go back to college. My views. I'm like athletic as fuck. Yeah. I start doing all kinds of bendovers and stretches, and I start fucking shaking. Yeah, you were you were crossing over. You were shimmying it, grabbing man. coconuts, fucking doing crossovers and shit on motherfuckers. And, you were in it, and so that night, um, everybody. Was fucked up. It was the on one night where we all got to be fucked up. Courtney, were you were you drunk or anything? You'd like drink bottles of champagne all day, right? No. No? I remember one morning Courtney's like, I woke up and just drank a bottle of champagne. The next day. So everybody's drunk except for Courtney. Everybody's drunk. The whole karate boys are on mushrooms. Uh and and we convince Aaron to come night rivering with us. And he doesn't want to go on the river at night. He's a little afraid of it. Chris just wasn't feeling it at that moment. But we're basically like, if if every karate boy doesn't come right now. And the, for those of you who've never heard, one night we were all drunk, me, Rowdy, Chris, Steven, and Aaron, and we were all hanging out. Mike was in Mexico, and uh, these girls... Yeah, I was in Mexico, and they formed yeah. another fucking yeah. uh, clique. Well, these girls, these girls... A mutiny. These girls came up to us, and they were like, what do you guys do? And Rowdy just turned and looked at me. He goes, karate. 
And then they were like, what? And we're like, yeah, we're a karate team. And that was the formation of the Karate oh, Boys. So and so we have our own little outings from time to time, little morale boosters. And this was Karate Boys uh, on the river at night. And we swore, I personally swore, maybe the other guys didn't, you weren't coming. You kept saying you were coming. And I was like, dude, he's twerking and dancing to Enya. He's not. And then you were like, you go, you're basically like, hey. Chasing pussy off. Yeah, yeah. River I, dancing. So me and Courtney got on the bus and we're like, are you coming? And you're like, I'm coming. I'm going to change. I'm coming. You were in the bus for like five minutes. Me and Courtney are waiting outside. You walk out in exactly what you were wearing. You're like, with a rat. You're like, let's do, where's my Ralph? Let's do this. You had velvet shorts on. <laughs> but you did. He did put his fucking swim shoes on. Yes. You did change into those. You just, just said, fuck everything else. All that river dancing got my toes sore. <laughs> I, I had to protect my toes. So you threw on your swim shoes. We got all our fucking floats and we rode out to the river and it was like three in the morning. And we went out to like this cove, this fucking dope ass springhead. And we hopped all into the river, and we were in the springhead floating, and you were wasted drunk, and we were all tripping mushrooms. And you you were so funny. Like, you were doing commentary. You were, like, you know, I was like, damn, this dude's on it. Yeah, I don't remember much of that And then the all. best part is, like, you were doing, you were, like, talking That's to That's been people. all that gay shit that got me all fucking memorized. Mike, the minute you got into the river and started floating, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to pass out and fall asleep <laughs> on your float. And then, like, three times, Courtney had to rescue you because you were just floating away away from us deep into the river. And Courtney's like, God damn it, I got to go get Mike. And she's on a paddleboard, and she's paddling to go get Mike. The rest of us are no help. We're all tripping balls, so we're just staring at the sky. Like, at one point, I was watching the stars probably for, like, five or six minutes, and I was like, my God, everything was beautiful. And Did they, you finally become a goddamn believer? Yeah, Courtney paddles right next to me. She's like, Miguel, I didn't say anything, but I was terrified because I swore I was alone out here. And Courtney's like, Miguel. And I'm like, <laughs> and then Steven, Steven is wearing some all white onesie and he is just in his own world. He's and, like, yeah, and man, I think I he's totally killing I think he tonight. was swiping right on Tinder, standing on a rock he in the middle was. of the woods. And he's like trying to get a scally to come visit him at 430. And what's he going to tell her? Meet me at the devil's dick hole, 32 longitude, 55. Drop a fucking coordinates yeah. on her. And we're and Stevens so he's wearing this all white onesie, uh, but the thing is, it, to me and Robbie, he looks like a goddamn Klansman. So every now and then I'm looking over, I'm like, oh, the Nazis found us. <laughs> he's like, you're wearing an all white suit. It's like a onesie. It's like a beast thing. Yeah, it looked it, when you're tripping balls. It looked like he was a sheep. Is that the shit that you got it? You bought for Oasis? You're like, I gotta go get me a fit. Yeah. He went to the flea market, come back, and he's wearing like a burlap sack that's like bleached white. He looked like he was a, like what Somalians wear. He looked like, like a, a fucking sedan uh, sweatsuit. Yeah. Burlap sacked. I'm like, dude, it's 100 degrees outside. We're, on, we're at the pool and you're wearing fucking long sleeves he, and a pants. He looked like he had like a three quarters of a beekeeper's outfit on. <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? It's what yeah, a Ghostbuster I, would wear in the summer, you know? I definitely got fucking wasted. We were all just... Poor Courtney. Poor Courtney had to constantly... This was her whole experience that night. Paddleboarding around, saving us all from going to the river. Because we were all so fucked up. Never at any point when I was going towards the river did I do anything to stop myself. I'd just be like, Courtney, I'm going to the river. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. So there's like... There's like six spring holes, and some of them have like nice little cul-de-sac areas. And normally, uh, floating down the river is a very exhilarating slash scary, but yet exciting because yeah. you're drunk and it's at night and you feel naughty. You're like, 
Yeah. And anything that touches you just feels oh, so yeah. much more sketchier as fuck. So it is fun to go and take a bunch of glow sticks, break them yeah. up, and fucking jizz all of yourself like the Predator just got sh- a bullet wound shot. Okay. And then you got the fucking glowing fucking shit everywhere. You don't know the fucking the big elephant here yeah. with, the, with the fucking neon jizz? Yeah, I remember from yeah. Predator. So you go, I, I float down the river and I've jacked off a bunch of fucking... <laughs> Uh, glow sticks and okay. then, and me and a bunch of big black NFL players that don't know how to swim and I flow down the river and I've seen big mean very famous well known they're like the franchise player offensive line guy like cry and hold on like death grip to my fucking Aaron, raft. Aaron, Aaron was definitely like you. you got to imagine Aaron's already terrified of the water a lot of times because no one's doing that. Uh-uh. Only a few crazy fucks. And you're out. Say, Let's go at the and river. And w- for any of you guys who who aren't from Florida or don't really understand what a springhead is, uh, there's a hole in the ground and water's big asshole, big asshole cave. Water's pumping out fresh at 72 degrees, crystal clear, blue as fuck. I don't think it's 72 degrees, Miguel. Can we get a fact deg- check on that. 72 degrees is spring water. Yeah, yeah, it comes out 72 degrees. Yeah, and so it's. It's trying beautiful. to do just ethical journalism, guys. Make sure we're fact-checking ourselves. Beautiful vibe, everything. But at night, you're in a hole in the river in the swampy-ass Florida. Yeah, you, know? you, you ain't seeing shit. You ain't seeing shit. And, and like he said, there's a lot. And there's like there's big-ass trees and moss and swamp grass. It's like when you're a kid and you sneak out of your house and you you know the old farmhouse bobs that fucking everyone says yeah. is haunted. So you're like kind of... Got high on adrenaline. You're like, yeah. yeah, let's go do it. Let's go scare ourselves. So that's what you do. You go just kind of get out of your comfort zone and start floating around and get sketched out. And again. you got to remember, the only person here who's not completely fucked up is Courtney. And the rest of us, we're not tied off to each other. We're not doing anything to uh, stay together. Yeah, she got some giant ass fl- paddleboard. Yeah. fucking paddleboard, which at the end I was like, it's pretty cute. It was pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. It was just a giant ass goddamn yeah. cigar submarine thing that she. I think she gave a couple kids concussions. She just kept knocked right fucking into boom, bopping them in the you head. You know, Courtney has no spatial fucking awareness. No, either, she's man. very clumsy. Like Courtney, Courtney, Courtney's one foot wide. And five feet tall. Watch fucking Helen Keller do it. Yeah, she sports. couldn't make her way through a cone that was separated by four feet. She will bang into that shit. It's like fucking if California Games and Nintendo had Corky as a character. <laughs> fucking just fumbling on shit, breaking shit. Courtney do good, right? <laughs> yeah, she stepped on my toes. She's she, she hit, hit me you the, in the face with a cone. No, she hit me in the teeth. <laughs> she took one of my teeth and set it back like a half, hey, like, this, like this, a this quarter happened, of an inch. This happened the first day. Here's the best part. Lots of times, I gotta hear both sides of Courtney and Mike's arguments, and 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 like neither of them ever lie. But every now and then, one of them will take a more defensive, like their right side. So I'm like, okay, let me hear what's going on. They never lie about details, but definitely Courtney was Courtney was like, I hit him. In, I, I, he's making a big deal. I hit him in the tooth. And him a two-foot comb, and he's making a big deal about it. She came in the back of the bus and <laughs> yeah. brushing her teeth, just swinging her fucking arm around, and Bob hit me right in the and fucking tooth. And then Mike's tooth. like, feel my tooth. Does it feel more pushed back? And I'm it, like, oh, my is. God. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, my God, what a diva. He's like, feel my tooth. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> that one's back a little bit. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it fucking still is. <laughs> and what, do I knew, think, what do you think? It grew back in the position? And then I know, and then this is the best part. I the know fuck? I know who knows they're wrong in an argument when I see them later on. And Courtney's like, Pip, you want me to get you maybe something to eat? Or maybe we could go down the river later. And if it was Mike who'd been wrong, he'd be like, come here, babe. Thank you. You look so you look so sexy right now. So I let the problem deal out and then wait to let you guys. But on this one, Courtney was definitely like, um, 
I'll breathe as much fire as you want tonight. <laughs> like, let me go fire. Let me go fire. Courtney showed up with a chick. She was like, I think we're going to fuck her tonight, Mike. And then we'll breathe fire. And I'm then also, playing. I'm driving home right now to, to, to bring Jetta here so you can just look at her and then I'll, I'll drive her back. Get a girl! <laughs> yeah. I always get sad when we leave uh, Jetta and, and Piper now, too, because I've. Started to started to fall in love with her too. She Piper took a huge wet shit right yeah. right and near. And then I and then I hated her for that moment. Uh, so I think there's still a piece over here. Uh, Today, when I moved the uh, the receipts that I have in the bag, just petrified Piper shit came out in a way that I can't figure out how she shat there. Like I'm like, it feels like she took it, she let it dry, and then weeks later she stuffed it in the corner of my desk. Looks like uh, the remember Arnold Schwarzenegger from Batman from Frozen. Mr. Freeze, she's yeah. like Mr. Freeze. She just fucking freezes a turd and it's petrified white, just lit, hides it everywhere. Oh, let me bring this up. Let me bring this up since uh, it, it, it's pertinent to audience. Um, Hot as fuck. After after uh, Cove night. You know, that, that, it's like 5 o'clock in the morning. We're back. We're all suffering hypothermia because none of us are changing our clothes for some reason. We're all just in our wet clothes hanging out. It was 65 degrees at night here. And I know people from up north are going to be like, oh, that's nothing. Florida doesn't get 65 degrees in the summer. Flor- you know, it's always 1,000 fucking degrees. So it was a chillier night when you were soaking wet. And 5 o'clock in the morning, Courtney just got done cooking us breakfast, which took forever because the gas wouldn't come on on the grill, right? And we're just watching eggs slowly cook. Like, they could have hatched in the same time they cooked. And we're just watching this slow process so go. you are doing shrooms, just staring at a griddle. Staring at a griddle, yeah. Having a time of our life. Five o'clock in the morning, fucking Russia, our neighbor. Oh, my God. Comes walking up to the campsite. Hey, hey guys. Hey, guys. What are you doing? Like, what the fuck are you doing here? It's 5 a.m. at G-Spring. Uh, I, I, I just got here to see if you guys want to come hang out. We're like, hang out. And then she's like, I need one of your parking passes, though. They won't let me park without a pass. And we're like, what the fuck is happening? It's 5 a.m. What, what do you guys want to do? You want to hang out? We're like, no, we're going to bed. Oh, y'all can't go to bed. I just got here. We're like, it's 5 o'clock in the fucking morning. She's like, come on, let's, let's smoke blunt, hang out. I'm like, go away. I don't even want to see the people I know here right now. I want everybody to go. I just ate a, a fucking 50% cooked egg sandwich. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at video from that night because I still, sometimes I get so drunk, I won't actually go like watch what happened. But I'm looking at stuff here and it's like, Let's see here. What I, what I got? See if something comes up here. I don't know if it's going to play. You are drunk. Listen, I'm drunk. I don't give a fuck. I'm drunk. Listen, I'm drunk. I don't give a fuck. Go ahead. Go ahead, play. Oh, I was being gay? Y'all, y'all were grabbing my dick. I would never Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aaron, I got evidence of it. And what was your response to Aaron grabbing your dick? I don't know. I, I can't really tell. Is Yana, from the video, it doesn't seem you objected. Uh, I have a... I have a, a special witness here. I this is I, Officer Trans. He's going to tell you what it's like when people touch your balls and you don't want it. I got I got video of Russia sleeping in her car. I'm like, I I told her like, wake the fuck up and go go to sleep. Like, this is Russia. This is how Russia Vicky runs up on us all the time. She reminds me of like the neighbor boy who's like, hey, you guys want to go play at the old Indian caves? And we're like, it's ten o'clock in the night. We have to go home. We're little kids. She's like, oh man, oh you want to go maybe wrestle or play some cornhole? I was like. It's 4.45 in the morning and it's fucking raining. The first, no. the first night she was there, first day, she was like, oh, shit. Oh, I, I lost my blunt. Hey, have you seen my blunt? Oh, searching all over for it. And she didn't even lose it. You know, like the drunk girl at a party who loses her phone. Oh, 
uh, oh my blunt, oh my blunt, oh my blunt. For hours, this all you is, hear about is fucking blunt. This is the cultural difference between Russia, Vicky, and us. She will come up and request something absurd from you with such confidence. She'd be like, hey, uh, Chris, we, we go make me a drink. And you're like, we're both sitting outside. I'm not going to go in the bus. Oh, man, who's going to go make me a drink then? And you're like, no one. Who bro, who asked you to be here? Like she's like, what? It's five o'clock no, in the be morning. Like, Mike, Mike, we need a stapler, and uh, we're gonna need some uh, some red markers. And I'm like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. I'm in the, I'm floating in the river. What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Dude, in the river, Vicky tells me we get in, and I go, all right, this is all I want to do in the river: shut down and float. The minute we get in, she's like, oh, let's paddle me closer to Courtney. I want to get my stuff. And I was like, no. Like I'm floating. She's like, "Okay, we need to go here. Let's 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 move here." Like 15 minutes into it, Vicky, you were like, "Oh, uh, take me out. I want to get out." And I was like, "I never asked you to get in my goddamn float. I had my own float. I was doing my own goddamn life." This is this is this is uh. So, but to let you guys know, Vicky does have like really juicy pooper and some big old zooms. Huge titties. Huge, huge. Fatmilkers.net. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I know your daughter's here. And but her daughter came like, from, because if you wouldn't yeah. have them huge milkers and, 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 and that fat rabbit and that big booty, you would have probably never got pregnant so late in life again. Yeah. So the fact that you still got it going. There's times when I don't realize it's Vicky, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, oh, God, no, she's going to talk. But fucking... It's, it's, uh, Vicky's the only chick who'll show up to your place 5 o'clock in the morning and be like, I'll walk you up to your room. You're like, what is this all about? She's like, you don't want to hang and maybe play she's like very, Chinese she's very checkers? Nur- she's very nurturing, though. She's, yeah. she's, she's sweet, but we definitely think The reason we're talking about her is because she's sitting right here, too. Yeah. That's the main reason this conversation is going on. Yeah. And her daughter's here, who's like 19 or 20. Who's a we're having up. an intervention with you, yeah. Russia. We, 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 all, we all gather to talk to you. You straight up gave me like Russia twists up like these almost like these fronto papers. What's the papers that you use? What's the leaf? Guava? Graba leaf? Yeah, so it's this big ass graba leaf. It's like a giant fucking Super Mario, you're gonna become the raccoon leaf. And that's what she uses to twist up her blunts with. And so she shows up the first day. Every time Russia shows up, it makes you feel like you were missed the first 30 minutes of a conversation. Cause she just walks up, she's like, Where am I supposed to put this? And I'm like, what the fuck? When did you get here? She's like, what, what am I doing with the, where's AK? Where's it? She's like hitting you with all these questions and shit. And I'm like, fuck. And you just get mind boggled because she's like, where's this going? Who's oh, making Oh, you know, me after drink? this podcast, she's going to have some questions. Oh, like, yeah. What do you mean when you said, yeah. I, I seem like I just missed the first 30 minutes of a conversation? Yeah. So she shows up. She's got that giant ass grab a leaf and she's got a paper. She's like, hey, what am I supposed to do with these? And I was like, what? And like I don't know the context of any of this. She's like, "Well, I don't want to carry them around. Here, take them." And I was like, "I don't want them. I don't. I don't twist that." She's like, "Well, take it and do something with it." And I was like, "I don't want it." She's like, "Well, just just put put it somewhere." And I was like, "I don't give a fuck about this." So I leave it on the table. And then the next day, she's like, "Hey, where's that grab a leaf I gave you?" I said, "I don't know. I didn't want anything to do with it." She's like, "You were supposed to hold it and put it somewhere safe." I was like, "I constantly told you I wasn't going to do that." She's like, "Yeah, but I didn't think you were going to." <laughs> it's like. I remember uh, promoting the fact that we were going out there, and uh, I remember telling everyone, "Yo, this shit's crazy. This ain't like no normal party. Like, be on your fucking best behavior. Be alert." Da da da. I was like, "Listen, motherfuckers die out here," and I was like, "Oh, it's probably not the best promo to to like say to convince people to come out." But 
It doesn't stop them coming. And they come, and and uh, every fucking year, someone fucking dies. Well, this not year, just one, multiple. This year, you guys had left uh, on on Sunday night. Well, let me talk about how when we tried to leave, Brian, the, when we left Thursday late night, Friday morning, yeah, we didn't even leave the driveway. Brian Idle, oh yo, it's fucking all the fucking wall. He drove the bus into a wall, destroyed a fucking light fixture. Uh, scratched. It looked like a fucking Wolverine took a gash outside of the bus. I'm already like, oh god, this is how we start to trip. And it triggered the uh, the air mechanism, so the bus wasn't uh, pumping up air anymore. Yep. So from there, we luckily get uh, we, we we after the fucking the crash into the wall, we lost air. So then I'm like, um, I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna start unpacking yeah. right fucking now, and this is a sign from the camping gods and just stay the fuck home, and uh, I fucking went back to my room not at like 23 minutes later, like all right, we're ready to go, and I'm like looking, I'm like, are you sure we're ready to go? I'm like kind of like, come on, let's go. So we go, we get there, fucking, you've heard everything in between. But as we get ready to leave... No, check this out. In the middle of us being there the first day... Oh, that's right. The generator shuts off. Then we, we went, just got serviced. Which I'm suspecting Ronnie, Rob, and Miguel, because they had they had uh, went to another campsite. I think they took the belt and threw it <laughs> uh, and, and cut one of our belts. And like, what oh, these motherfuckers won't camping. I'll give them 12 hours of no electricity, And what bitch. happened was, yeah, the generator belt broke, but nobody knew that belt had broke. They couldn't tell, so they're trying to figure out, diagnose it. And then Doug and Steven and them... Shout out uh, to Doug. He yeah. drove into town... He put like two hours on uh, Tree's car, so Tree, we might owe you some gas. Hey, it's funny too because Doug was like, "I gotta go into town." I was like, "I'll ride with you." He's like, "Well, I gotta find a hardware store." I was like, "Oh, Doug, I did this all day last year, the first day." I know. I was walking into the hardware store. I was like, "Hey, Gary." They're like, "Hey, Miguel, you bus fucking up again?" I was like, yeah. "You know it, boss." So <laughs> last year when we first got there, we had no fucking power. The whole fucking day was hell. This year. We had power all day. Second day, no fucking power. So all you can do is just hope and pray the fucking the the mechanic gods bless me. Yeah. And they ran out to get fuses, this, that, blah, 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 blah. All for a belt that that uh, broke. Yeah. And kept us from getting power because it, it was shutting down. This is first of all, you motherfuckers. I know some of you are thinking, oh, my bibble. no, fuck you. This is a brand new goddamn generator, yeah. fresh from a crate. Not like we brand new we acquired. Like yeah. we bought it brand fucking new. Never been hooked up. Brand new engine. Brand new transmission. It's a brand new damn near bus except the shell itself. And uh, I was just like demoralized. I was like, I can't. My bu- I'm trying to. Keep calm oh, and cool. Mind you guys, the bus generator's not working. We need to figure that out because we can't do the show if the generator's not working either. But also, secondarily, we had to have some random dudes who were fans take our trailer there because we didn't have a vehicle to take our props trailer. And they had already texted me in the morning that their truck was fucking up, so they had to leave. So they left. They got too, they got too close to the Mike Music yeah. Gypsy cars. And so... I'm not bringing it up to Mike. Mike's sweating his balls off. He's like, you know, we don't have a fucking general. I don't know what we're going to do. We might just have to pack up and leave and everything. And I'm like, no, nah, man, we got to stay. We got to stay, Mike. We got to do this. He's like, I don't know. Little did I know because we had no way. Yeah, we have no out. way to get the trailer out either. And I'm like, Mike, we have to stay. Think about the audience. In real life, I'm like, I don't know how to tell you that we don't have a way to get the trailer out and either. That, it, it just like a fucking, like, uh, uh, one of those Hollywood movies when everything just kind of just came together and we were the night fell upon us and the 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 the, the fucking horny drunk dudes were starting to surround our camp and I was like all right 
It's going to be another hour before Doug gets back, and we don't even know if this belt is going to be the 100% yeah. definite thing that fixes it. We're pretty sure it might be it, but we don't know 100%. So we got to clean the bus, get the campsite ready, get the stage and all the shit all picking up. I got fucking blisters on my finger. If, if I ever see, I'm, I'm going to, if I see one motherfucking fuck on the internet, like, oh, my abuse crew just goes there and trashes the place. Listen, motherfucker, not a goddamn fucking soda bottle cap fucking not even a gum wrapper was left behind in, in our wake we're out there fucking bend even my trash picker upper started malfunctioning i had a snow shovel a rake Sh- shout out to von miller uh a von, von Payne. Payne. Von, <laughs> von miller was out there fucking dancing doing touch <laughs> touch touchdown dances with me raking no but uh von Payne, tyler tyler from von Payne was out there uh raking up and cleaning up because the next day, everyone sees our campsite, and it looks like a fucking atomic trash bomb went off, and it just makes us look like shit, because yeah. we do care. You know, we got a little, yeah. everyone, everyone in our crew's got a little Captain Planet in them. Yeah. It's just all these We always ones. leave our site really good. Even yeah. at the gathering, we, we always left our site really good. I think that's why they let, let us get away with murder sometimes, yeah. uh, because they know, like, we're, we kind of became the only sanctioned uh, gathering of entertainment that, they, that yeah. they're okay with. Yeah. Because... Uh, I even heard rumors last year, like, oh, I heard Mike Busey paid the park to fucking, uh, fucking shut everyone down so he'd have the only party. I'm like, what the fuck like, are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I remember that guy telling us, it was a DJ telling us, too, like, oh, you He asked the DJ at our site, and we told him, no, nah, we're good. And then the next thing we heard was that he was spreading the rumor that I had paid the park rangers to like Here's the thing. We cancel always, everyone's party. We always bring Wayne with us. And like a billion times I've explained to Wayne, uh, don't, 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 when people ask you stuff about like, hey, can I do this? Can I, just tell them, hey, sorry, I'm not the guy to ask. But Wayne will come to me like five times. Hey, that girl over there. Uh, oh, she, my God. She wants to know if maybe her and her boyfriend can come on the bus. And I mean, uh, she's pretty hot. So I'm like. Yeah, she's got a fucking boyfriend. What do we? Another Wayne has wasted hours of my fucking life. Everyone has that friend that shows up and asks all these fucking questions. I tell him like, as soon as I see him, hey, do you only get X amount of questions. You are you want to use all your fucking Dude, t- wishes, your token wishes. Last year, your questions on our, on, now. On our way back home, we stopped at Subway, and Wayne at Subway was the most ridiculous thing. He was talking to Subway person. He's like, how many ounces of chicken do you use in your chicken sandwich? And uh, the bacon, what's uh, is it lean or... Bu-? And the Subway girl's like, think about like Courtney's sister was a Subway worker. That's who works at Subway. The Subway oh, no, girl's like, man, what the oh, fuck? Oh, no, man, I'm just trying, I'm trying to slang these subs, man, you know. And she's white as hell. And, yeah. uh, and she's like, you know, her earrings are so big, man, she's got her arms resting in the hoops. Yeah. And she's like, and Wayne's like, hey, okay, Tanasha, um, I want to have your chicken teriyaki bowl. How deep is the bowl in millimeters? And they're just like, oh, no, is he from corporate? From, <laughs> 10, from 10 minutes, you told him about some random girl that he met. And I'm like, okay, what did he do? And he's like, yeah, she, uh. She says, and this is our photographer guy. He's an older guy. He, yeah. He, he has a corporate job, and he's not allowed to talk to anyone about what he does. I'm pretty sure he makes skin dresses out of women. Yeah. We don't know. We haven't seen any victims quite yet. Works so his we, ass off, though. Yeah, works he, his ass he, off. He, he definitely uh, will work circles around people. He was taking photos while we were pulling out, like just hanging out there. He was working the crowd, you know. But he's that guy on a trip that asks all these fucking questions like, hey, so... Uh, Oh, what's the oh bathroom my God. situation? We need to send him and Vicky on a date. 
Oh, and Jeff. Yeah. Can Jeff. you imagine him and Vicky, though, Let's sitting send them at, abroad to, like, s- Colombia. Send Vicky and him oh, at a dinner table. Body washing. Where am I going to sleep? And who's 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 doing this? Well, him and Vicky just sitting at a table looking at the menu, and they're like, um... And the waiter's like, is there any questions? And they're both like, oh, God. <laughs> you uh, said farm to table? He, he he's, What? Farm? Ten, Vicky, yes, you're like that. You asked that question, you're like that. But you're a friend still. Ten, and a lot ten, of it has to do with them juggernauts. But Ten uh, minutes, Wayne was like telling about some random stripper girl who lived in Ohio or something. And I'm just mad that I even remember some of this information. And I was just like... Her name was Lovely. That's the one he kept trying to talk to me about. He was like, yeah, she wants to meet with y'all and talk to y'all. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Where is she at? Well, I don't know. I, but I did get her number. I was like, I bet you did. Cool. Yeah. All right, whatever. He's like, no, I think she'd be really good fit for everyone here at the Sausage Castle. I'm like, well, tell her to fucking come over here. Like, what is he comes what, to me? She, he's over here trying to do a Shark Tank pitch. Like, what is this girl gonna break out a poster board and a trifold uh, wait, video presentation of her butthole? She doesn't bleach her butthole, and yeah. for that reason, I'm out. Yeah. No, he uh, he came to me with this girl, <laughs> and he's he was like, like pitching to her. Yeah, pitching he, us to like, her. He comes to me with this girl. He's like, "Hey, this is like so and so." I'm like, "What's up?" He's like, "She really wants to hang out," and I'm like, "Okay." He's like, "Thing is, though, she's like, he she has a boyfriend over there," and I'm like, "Okay." And he's like, "And he wants to know if he can perform tonight." He's like a rapper. Is it the same girl? No, but it's just some girl. And I'm like, "No, her boyfriend cannot perform tonight." He's like. I mean, if her boyfriend doesn't perform, she probably won't hang out. And I'm like, we're not going to let some fucking random white rapper perform uh, yeah. so that his scallywag girlfriend can let Wayne take butthole pics. Yeah. It, uh, Wayne just needs to become like the Walmart employees. Like when someone comes up and asks them a question, they just look at him like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Like, you don't have to fucking, you're not customer service for every yeah. fucking drunk fuck in the woods and then report back to us and waste moments of our life. And like, now we've wasted moments of our fucking mem- It never our stops. Fo- our listeners' lives. It never stops. It's a fucking, a wasted moment fucking it continues. But um, after so a fucking crazy weekend, weekend yeah. it's like, all right, and this is the latest I ever left. I always leave on Sunday afternoon. I'm pulling out of there Sunday night, 8, 9, 10 o'clock. It was 9 o'clock because. 9 o'clock. Yeah. I had to take a one last walk. That's what that one last shit. Yeah, one last shit. In the I shower. love watch. I love watching you shit waddle from the bus to a bathroom because oh, it's, bad. it's bad. Because you see, he does these little stops and he just puts his arms on his side. He leans like, and you can tell he's pushing the shit back up in him so that he can back make in the traffic. Yeah, and then just watching him walk. What Mike? When Mike walks and he's got a shit, he looks like your grandpa when he woke up first thing in the morning. He's yep. like, "Oh, gotta gotta turn a goddamn radiator or, 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 or fucking gotta turn the generator back on." He's like, Ugh. "Mike's got a whole shimmy." Bro, when when the shit hits me, it hits me right away, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I wasn't ready for this." So I gotta hurry Mike's up and stop it. Mike's shits are always ambushes. It's never like a planned battle. It's you, like you remember seeing like old World War II footage, like when the bomb sirens are ring, everyone gets up and runs to their fucking station, grabs their gun and shit and gets gets out there behind a gunner on a fucking battleship and shit that's how it is when i gotta take no, a shit i think it's more like you're walking through the jungle at nam and you're like what you gonna do when you get home magic he's like man i'm gonna open some track that's my shit yo yeah it comes it comes at me and i gotta stop it a flare goes up in the air i puckered my ass cheeks together and i start sweating and getting goosebumps and grunting my nipples get rock hard and i'm just like and i can't move it's like you're turning into a werewolf i'm like 
<laughs> it's the shit wolf. Yeah, so I fucking, and I started like, like grunting like all that and shit. And you grunt right in front of people. Like somebody would be like, hey, Mike, man, how you doing? You're like, Aah! Oh, there was, a couple, there was a couple girls that I wasn't comfortable around backing up traffic that came near me. And I was like, yeah, hold on, give me a second. I'm, I'm sweeping. And, and, and I didn't even have a broom in my hand. I'm like, hey, get out of here. I get, get out of the bus. I'm sweeping. Mike becomes macho, man. He's like, yeah. get out of the bus. I'm about to sweep it. Fucking veins are popping out of my fucking forehead. I'm I'm going to shit in my panties if you don't go. <laughs> you ever seen like the Ren and Stiffy cartoons when they're, when they're showing some extreme Dream like, angle? <laughs> like fucking like a close up of my eyes, fucking retina, fucking <laughs> pulsating and shit. Yeah, so I can't walk. I, I become paralyzed. So I can't just because if I start moving around and I can't like norm, a normal human like the rest of you commoners would just fucking run to the shitter and just let it go. I can't do that. I have to stop the traffic stop it and then when everyone's calmed down everyone stopped at the red light i'm like all right come on you can go and that's what i have to do and this last time i and you know i'm i'm, I'm miles and miles away from my bidet you know because i've elevated to a higher level a higher level of consciousness Ooh, i think a little poop's coming out soon isn't it no nah, but i am sweating a little bit it's hot as fucking here i don't know how many more podcasts we're doing this summer it's getting hot as fuck already but anyways uh i uh i i had a plan this time so I didn't want to like look super sus, waiting in line to take a shit, and then go to the shower, and then bail out like I did last time because I'd waited in line to take yeah. a shit, and then, and then you couldn't you couldn't get to the shitter in time, and you saw opening in the shower. So I jumped right in the shower, and you deuced in the shower, and I could tell I could tell the energy people were looking at me. You could smell you taking a shit oh, in that shower, Mike. It was know? a hot shower, could you and know? you were shitting in it, boiling then, shit, a broth, yeah, broth and then of using shit. Using your foot to push it down the drain, and it got and, and backed let me, up. Let me tell you this too. For the record, I am so decent that I actually make sure I waffle stomp all the shit down the drain. Any other less civilized individual would just leave residue. I'm, I'm fucking hitting the soap thing. I'm fucking... And I'm fucking slopping it around. I'm swabbing the decks with my foot. I got shit kernels between my toes. All because... I mean, how embarrassing is if, if, if some there's a whole bench of people yeah, waiting, waiting there. And it's the already smelling, smelling like you're shitting in the shower. Yeah, you know when you take a shit and... Uh, in a shower? In no, a hot, I don't. I don't know what it's no, like. When, when you shit and, and there's a hot shower, you can feel the shit particles. <laughs> It becomes like moisture in the air, so the, the aroma becomes like it, it goes from air to uh, water. So I don't want to fucking open the damn shower curtain and see a row of dudes waiting to get in one of these stalls, which they normally are. Yeah, and then he sees fucking shit turds. Because then, then you always got to be like, oh, it was there the when I got in. Yeah. I just I just took a shower around it. <laughs> it must have been the guy before me. I don't yeah, know. That's why I'm getting out right now. So this time I had a new strategy. What I did was I went to the shower, I put all my shit in there, and I and I turned on the water, and I put my shoes down, like I marked my territory, and then I fucking waddled over, like, mm, go down, and I fucking I had to wait a, I had to wait a second, and I saw two dudes look at me like that kind of came in behind me like, did he just come out of the shower? But I hear it, and then. And then, and then, then they see me get in line for the sh- uh, the shitter, and here my diva ass is like, "What were you gonna say if they were like?" No, nah, I would fight up because like I, you would lie in situations like, "No, nah, that was no, nah, I ain't doing that shit. Don't worry about it. mind your business, motherfucker." What if like, they checked in there and there was nobody in there? 
Well, I, all my <laughs> shit was there. My toiletry bag. I was. I had already set up camp. It's like some pioneer shit. You got to go there and lay down your stagecoach and put out your fucking your fucking fence and make your markers. Tom Cruise far and away. Yeah. So I uh, luckily one of the stalls opened up. And I was like, and normally I spend some extra time and yeah. I'm in there wiping it down because I don't sit on the toilet seat. I sit on the bowl. I'm yeah. a big motherfucker. And I'm like, damn, I ain't trying to have some dudes piss and shit on my ass and everything. But I was like, man, I got me a fresh shower. I did something I'd never done before, Miguel. I sat down on the bowl, didn't even wipe it down. And I, I, I didn't really try to look either, to be honest with you. But I just sat down and said, fuck it. And as I sat down, it was definitely wet. Definitely wet. I pushed the turd out. I got out, and I could tell those two dudes that came in kind of looked at me because they were waiting still in line. Yeah. And I walked right into a shower, and you could tell. <laughs> so you – hold on. Let's, let me revamp so everybody listening can understand. You went to a shower in the shower house, set it up, turned it on, put your stuff there, made it seem like you were in it, closed the curtain. Two dudes saw you doing this, like, what the fuck's he doing? Then as they're waiting over, for a shower. Wait, yeah, as they're waiting for a shower. Then you waited in line for the shitter, waited like one or two people, went in the shitter. Diva alert. Took a shit, and then walked out. And, and as there's a line of people waiting for a shower, they watched you walk out of the shitter. I flung and the walk, curtain back and open. Walk. And some of them might have thought, damn, is he about to walk in on some dude? And you, yes, you walked out of the shitter. They're all waiting in line. Here's the four shower dudes, going. Four dudes waiting in four line. Four dudes. And then you threw the curtain open, walked back into the shower. And now we're obviously washing the shit out of your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fat, fresh motherfucker. I, I stink for a very minimum time. My balls start getting cheesy. Ass starts getting smelling like rusty cardboard. I start wiping it down, baby. I get clean. Like my, I like. I could damn near eat fucking dinner off my ass. Was that the to. Was that the last shit you took there? Was uh, that the one before no, you left? No, oh. that was. But I did that because you took a shit before you left. I and remember then you someone gotta... being like, "What the fuck are you taking your towel for? I thought you took a shit." I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take a shower right after too." <laughs> I'm not getting that tour bus. With stank bunghole. So you took your last shit. You got back on the bus. The bus is leaving. If they had bidets you there, leave. this wouldn't be a problem. Well, you leave. Bring my coat hanger. You guys get. Gouge it away and fucking be good to go. You get 10 minutes down the road. Bro, not even. Two miles. The night has fallen upon us. It's 9 o'clock. It's Sunday. You leave the we're bus. We're all exhausted. Yeah, and me and Rowdy stayed. We were going to stay one more day. All I can think about is how much cheese sticks to be wasting you know there's always that asshole when he goes camping and 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 the and the cooler and they mix the bologna and shit yeah, and the, the water ham gets all nasty. and then like there's like beautiful spring rolls that you bought these little fucking pinwheels yeah and i cried one little single indian tear just slowly rolled down my face and i looked and i went to grab open up one of the spring the little fucking pinwheels yeah. and it was just literally it was like an aquarium inside this thing it was soaked with like fucking hot, hot dog, dog water, water fucking pinwheels fucking cheese like even the wrapper it had like little bubbles in it the cheese single wrappers i was like fuck and i was thinking about how much fucking money probably got wasted because these fucking uncivilized fucks can't just and separate you were the shit two minutes down the road on the bus two minutes if that and then you smelled the fire right no 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 no. we're driving and whenever we like go on to an adventure on the bus. I kind of commandeer the front, like yeah. make sure everything's good, make sure no liquor bottles are going to fall on the ground or something's going to break. And we got Brian Idle, okay? He, he, he had already ran into my fucking driveway yeah. wall, scraped. I mean, he, it looked like goddamn Jaws. The Sharknado attacked the side of the bus, like clawed into it like a Wolverine. And then he ruined the whole fucking shattered a big-ass, like, 
looked like one of those lights at Epcot and shit back in the fucking early 90s. This big dome thing just complete. It's it probably still in the fucking driveway. And uh, I'm like, all right, let's make sure this motherfucker, because Doug and everyone has to like literally stop traffic. And yeah, to move this bus. This giant ass bus, all these drunk fucks. Like, it's not safe for these drunk fucks to be there during the day, but more or less, we. Uh, we're pulling out at night so and we, it's it, it, yeah it, it's it's already a spectacle people are watching the bus so this guardian angel this beautiful black man who already knew who i was him and his cute daughter i guess were driving down and they came up the side of us it's a two-lane road so basically he was almost like he was passing us and he pulled up the side of us started yelling something and doug's like what and he's like the tire the tire the tire and I heard that. I'm like, huh? And I was like, all right, just pull over, pull over, pull over. We pull over. We get out. And Doug's like, I think he said we had a flat tire. So he gets out and looks. And then the guy just drives off. He goes, just the, the dude just go flying off, right? Well, we get out and we're like, Doug's like, he was fucking with us. Ain't no flat tire. This motherfucker was fucking with us. So we kind of felt stupid. But right as I got to that very last back tire, I go, I go, oh, fuck, fire. He didn't say tires at fire. There was a fire flame coming out of the fucking rim of the back fucking axle of the driver's side tire facing the other lane of highway, the traffic. This good Samaritan saw this and chased us down to tell us. And then he just drove off. And then I started banging on the fucking bus because... I know for some of y'all this might be a crazy situation. But oh, I, new thing too. Bus door was somebody broke the bus door over there, so you can't actually lock it and get out from the inside. Yeah, you actually have to yell out the. You have to slide the door. I'm like, hey, can someone let us out of here? Yeah. Well, I was banging on the thing, freaking out, yelling. I'm like, and the part of me was like, I gotta film this. Oh fuck. And I'm like, yo, I gotta alert everybody because I I've been in bus fires before and shit gets gets real 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 fast. And I know we got fire extinguisher because it, it was on my goddamn, it was the last thing on my fucking 500 things to pack while I go camping was fire extinguisher at the very, very bottom. And I knew they were right under the driver's seat. And Brian and I was just standing like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then I'm like, grab me the fucking fire extinguisher. And I grab it and I'm still fucking trying to film this. And I'm seeing fucking fire flames coming out of the, the, the holes in the rim. And... I'm like, oh, my God, I'm about to lose a goddamn bus again to a fucking fire. The rotor was basically, like, spewing, like, hot lava fire out of it. And I was able to not only film, thank you very much. I had two of my camera guys in there just chilling. I'm like, yo, there's a fucking fire. Like, come the fuck out and get this on camera. And I've got the fire signature, and I'm, I'm like, fuck, I got to pull the pin. So then I dropped the fire signature. I'm like, oh, God, it's going to fucking shoot everywhere. I pull it, finally get it, and I still filmed me putting out the fucking fire. And as the as the chalk, disgusting, nasty, tart tasting, because I definitely got that shit in my lungs. I'm gonna have some messy thelioma in a couple years for show. And uh, I step back and look. And I was like, oh shit, that thing's like bright ass fucking red orange. It looked like a, a volcano of the devil. And I was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh god, here we go. And there's literally people leaving Jenny Spring like, oh, birthday, birthday. like, and I'm just like, oh my god, we're just here. Here we go. I was like, at least the fucking generator's working. We got electricity. Everyone else was like, oh, Stevens over here, fucking 
Man, I gotta, I gotta get out of here, man. Fucking Brian's like, yo, fucking, I gotta go fucking wrestle somebody tomorrow in Clearwater. And everyone's like, I had to like, all right, what do we do here? We call you and Roddy Rob, and we shit it all over your last day to try to have a good adventure, minus all our shit. So, um, oh, also, uh, as me and Roddy Rob are going to you, it opens up pouring raining, and we're like, we were just saying like we really need to tie our camp down a little more in case it rains. And then we're driving towards you, and that big ass storm happens, and we're just both like, we're gonna come back, and our campsite's gonna be fucking gone. Yeah, it wasn't though. Lucked out, and, and and I was. I'm gonna lie. I think that's why I blacked out and got so fucking out of control. Cause I was very like, very frustrated and very. I felt very defeated. Cause I'm just like, no matter what the fuck I do, I can't win sometimes. And I, I've spent so much money on shit. Something gets broken or stolen or catches on fire. I'm I'm like I must have fucked some gypsy mechanic's daughter and. She got mad and they fucking put some chicken bones in a bowl and some blood and goat fucked it. And now I'm cursed because it doesn't matter. I'll take it to a real shop, a fake shop, a dude off fucking Snapchat. Like, I'll have anyone do whatever and, and it still is never enough. Luckily, you were able to find a guy who. But he spent $3,500 on having this basically like one of the calipers froze up or the brakes or something. It's don't the air. Really. It's the air. It's a problem with the. And everybody who owns a bus is going to freak out. I'm like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just literally know what was listed. I forget what the fuck it was. It was air valve something. But uh, that mechanic came. He ended up, you ended up finding a guy. Well, well, well let, me, let, me, let me get to this point. As I'm sitting there ready to fucking eat a bullet, and I'm looking like, all right, I don't want everyone to fucking be miserable. Like, Russia was in the car, and Ralphie was driving her car because she was, like, falling asleep because she'd showed up 5 in the morning, like, just stayed up like a crackhead zombie roaming the fucking springs of Jenny Springs. And I guess I was like, all right, well, let's get who has to leave and be home, go back to normal life. Let's let's get her in the car. And I kept telling them, like, just go. Dude, these motherfuckers sitting there for, like, an hour. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Get the fuck out of here. Just go. There's no sense of all y'all to be miserable. And I always have the mentality of, like, the captain goes down with the ship. I always try to stay with my, my vessel and my team. And uh, I had to put on a nice fucking show and be like, oh, my God. I'm, like, staring at the stars. I'm like, God. Well, I'm having, like, talks with aliens and shit. And I'm sitting there. And all of a sudden, I see these headlights show up. And this, tr- this white truck pulls up. And I hear this, this gentle man with this Canadian sound and accent. He's like, how's it going, eh? I was like, oh, I've been better. And he's like, what well, seems to be the problem? I was like, ah, oh, uh, my tire caught on, my rim caught on fire, and I think the rotor's roached, and it's seized up. He's like, oh, oh, what do you got there? Oh, Prevost, what year is that? Oh, I've lived in 12 countries. Did it? Basically, it was some crazy rich dude who owns, like, restaurants and, like, some crazy, like, custom fabrication shop, and he's, like, the local, like, guy that everyone knows everyone. He's like... He, at one point, I think Jenny Springs, he was telling me, and this guy would be full of shit, I don't know. He was telling me that Jenny Springs like wanted him to take over the property. He was definitely drinking a full cup of wine driving yeah. around. And so he was sitting there, and he was nice. And he didn't have to pull over. And he decided, like, hey, man, uh, so what's going on? And I'm like, yeah, I told you, the fucking bus, I'm straight on the side of the yeah. fucking road. I'm trying to be nice to this stranger. But he's like, no. I need you to tell me, tell me why I pulled over. And I was like, huh? He's like, God told me to pull, turn, pull over. I'm like, you're drunk, buddy, and you saw a bus with titties on it. 
and he's drinking wine. Yeah. And he starts kind of like trying to witness to me, and he doesn't know that me and you know me and Jesus are homies. So he's just seeing this bus full of scantily clad ladies, and uh, he's just like, "Yeah, man, I, something told me that you needed me to. We needed to meet tonight." And I'm, and you know, as being a faithful person, I always try to be respectful of other people's faiths, and I'm just like trying to like yeah man i'm not a scumbag i promise i just look like one and i need you to stop making this about you and jesus homie and make this about me and my fucking bus road and so as he's like trying to witness to me and i'm like hey and i had to literally miguel i wish you were there i know you definitely wish you weren't but it basically went from i got kicked out of a christian college and me in the church and i told him about the sauce scout and then i don't know Fucking an hour later, we're talking about Skinwalker Ranch. I know when I was there, I walked when I when I because he pulled up to me and Robbie first, and we were talking to him, and we sent him over to you. And I know I walked on the bus, and I'm talking 15 minutes later when I walked off, you were like, I used to live in a walk-in closet, and blah blah. And I was like, Wow, we're already there. The conversation, bro, because he he came so strong, and I could definitely see him drinking a bottle of wine. And I'm he's just, just like, cruising around looking for dudes to fuck. And he's like, I saw this one twerking and river dancing yesterday. <laughs> well, hey there, little red riding hood. You need to ride to grandma's house? I can what t- big eyes do you have? This guy, and, and minus all like the uncomfortable, like him trying to witness to me type of stuff, which I think I kind of like put that at bay when I started telling him that, you know, I started saying some stuff that he knew. You know, he was like, oh, so you're a chosen one. You, you were meant to fucking be amongst the sinners. You were like the... The preacher that serves beer at church. That's how they reach reach the real reprobates. He was just looking at you. He was looking at Chris. And he's like, that one there, would he be willing to shave his mustache and put a book bag on? Because <laughs> if so, I got a guy fix your tie right now. So he wasn't giving Hi, me. Hi, Steven. He, he, wasn't giving me, he wasn't giving me the gay, like, sexual predator vibes. He was, like, a local. Because he kept, like, saying... Now make sure you boys and girls stay out the road here. There's a guy that we got a bunch of drunks coming through here, and, and, and watch I, out I'd for the road. See. And if you go by the old Higgins farm, do not talk to his dog. And imagine <laughs> we're in the pitch darkness. Okay, I'm covered in fire extinguisher soot. Yeah. Uh, Courtney's like coming over there massaging me, knowing that I'm getting ready to fucking blow my brains out and scream to the stars Courtney's like, the why? So there's Skinwalker a way- Ranch, come get me now. Get me the fuck out of here. There's a way Courtney calls me and I instantly know everything's going to shit and she's just like, all right, I'm not trying to stress anybody out because I'll answer. She's like, hey, what's up, Miguel? Um, and there's like a, um, how do I tell you? Yeah. So are, are you... <clears throat> Miguel, the bus is on fire. <laughs> like, let me just throw this out here. Yeah. Are you guys around? And Courtney, thank you for being so sympathetic, babe. You were very like, you you definitely made some of the uh, the hell of all this because you do. I spend a bunch of money. I take a bunch of my friends. We spend a bunch of time packing and getting ready to get, create this cool experience. And you want to have fun. You don't want to get broke down the fucking side of the goddamn road, and then. All of a sudden, this guy's showing up, but he started, like, making calls. But then he was being kind of rude to people, like, oh, what are you trying to tell me? Uh, you're trying to tell me that no one here and within 100 miles can help me out? I've got a, I got a bus full of passengers. We're, we're broken on the side of the road. And you I was know like, who you're talking to? Yeah, I'm driving around drinking wine, too, so I'm in one of those froggy moods. Oh, he was froggy as fuck. And a part of me wanted to be like, 
whoa, bro, calm down. These like, Don't fucking piss them off. I need them to show up. Yeah. But then another point Let me explain me, to you something, Anthony. Either you send one of your fucking guys over here to change the tire. Exactly. Or tomorrow, the goddamn fire marshal shows up and shuts your business down. No, he, you hear me, motherfucker? Whoever. And then it's all quiet, and he's like, okay. Let me, let me tell Linda I said hi. You know, you and the boys got to come by. We got to get the boat you, out. you weren't even there, and that's exactly <laughs> yeah. how it was. I swear to God. Whoever the dude he's is. He's a good one. He's a good one. He's, he's, super, he's super influential in that community. Yeah. And he definitely nice guy. Even though he was like trying to give me the guardian angel vibes, and 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 then part of me I started kind of fucking with him back, because I was like, at one point he left and then came back, and I was like, oh you're back. He's like, yeah. Why? What's wrong? I was like, oh, all that angel Jesus talk. I was kind of hoping I was gonna have my own real life personal angel experience, and I was gonna turn over and 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 then I'd describe everyone, and then all of a sudden you were just gone, and then there was no physical possible way you could have been gone fast second. enough. You're telling me a man in a Silverado drinking wine came up to help you? You're talking about Anthony, who died in the fire 16 years ago. Yeah, I was. Open. I wanted to have that experience so I could fucking try to talk him on the podcast. Tell him Large Marge sent you. Miguel, do you ever have experiences throughout the week where you're like, oh, God, I'm getting free material oh, yeah, for, the for, the right for the podcast right now? This is great. So I'm this guy's like trying to like witness to me but be very helpful. And he's like kind of, I can tell he's a powerful person and he's rich as fuck. And he's just like no cares in the world. I thought he was a cop at first, but then... I saw him drinking a bottle of wine, and then he broke out some fancy-ass cigar, like, listen, Mike, what's the end goal? You know, what? Do you, what do you, what's all about? What's the end goal? Getting my fucking bus home. Yeah, no, I was trying to keep it simplified conversation. Yeah. You know, this is when I've become you. I'm, like, short and sweet, yeah. but this is not podcast, Mike. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to get the fuck out of here, you know? He's like, no. I need you to tell me why I came here and why was I, why did God tell me to pull over and help you? Something, something's more to this. There's something special about you. And then for a second, I was so fucking despaired and just, I'm like sitting there staring. And it was a fucking beautiful sky. It was no light pollution. We're in the middle of nowhere. This, this could, it could have been an alien. I, I didn't even get to really get to see his face. If you asked me to describe him, I wouldn't be able to accurately like describe him. It was, it was very dark. And he was, I was just like, I almost found myself being like, I don't know, man. You tell me, man. And, and I was just like, he so. saw you down and out. And he was like, Michael, have you ever heard of a little religion called Scientology? And you're like, if you could change my attire. And like three hours later, I see you. You're like, have you ever read about the Zapnard? I mean, fucking. Oh, no. We, we definitely quickly got on the Skinwalker Ranch. And I was like talking about all this shit. And uh, he ended up calling. He ended up getting you a guy, though. He ended up getting a guy. And it was kind of... You see even, what I did there, right, guys? It was... Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> I'm like... It. I'm like, look, watch the clock and watch us talk about seven minutes about this guy being an angel. So he, uh... He fucking... <laughs> he... He... Right before he left, he'd be like, real oh. businessy. He'd be like, all right, so listen, I'm getting ready to leave, but I need you to know this. You see this right here? This axle does this, and blah, blah, blah. And if they tell you to do this, don't listen to them. I promise you, this is what you need to do. All right, you got it? All right, I'm out of here. And then I kind of went by on the bus, and it did disappear, and I'm like, man... Was he an angel? I don't fucking know. Highway to Heaven style. Yeah, I was hoping, and I know I don't think he was, but I guess because he's still been texting me. I don't know about angels be texting motherfuckers. <laughs> well, anyways, dude, uh, we get to hold this dude. Basically, a guy who runs a service area uh, sends out dispatches. People, he owns it, and he was like, he basically lied to me and told me he didn't have the right socket. And uh, the angel- so what happened was you called a service company, and they. 
were trying to bullshit you that they couldn't change it. Yes. And they said they have a right saga, but then they sent over a guy. So they sent a, a, another guy out, the nicest, coolest dude. So, in, like, his name's Jared. Jared, very informative. Very like I saw him running back. I had never seen a mechanic run from his service truck back to the tire. He's like a pit crew. Yeah, he was like. Zip, 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 zip. So he he uh, he had his service truck. He shows up. He he uh, fucking jacks up the fucking giant ass tour bus and his little ass jack. And then I would kind of felt like I was having flashbacks when a kid. My dad was changing the carburetor at Monte Carlo, and I was putting sand into it. And I was holding the flashlight, having that father-son moment as he was changing me, trying to... Because what the deal was is this guardian angel guy kept telling me, hey, that's, that's just a fucking uh, blah, blah, blah axle. You don't, you don't even need that tire. You can take that tire right off and you'll be fine. And then when Brian Idol fucking heard that, he's like, oh, I'm not driving that shit. I'm, bro, I'm worth a million dollars. Uh, I'm not driving that. I'm not risking it, Mike. Ain't no way. Let's do 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 and I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm ready like, to fucking explode. I'm just like, oh, my God. Where the fuck is this guardian angel guy? Where's I need more water? I need, I need to get drunk right now. I'm just sitting here like, am I sleeping? He just plowed into a family of four after he left you. Bye, Mike. <laughs> I definitely was kind of concerned, but I was like, I'm not going to ask these guardian angels. I'm not going to ask them about their ethical He's like, Mike, behavior. let me tell you two things that matter in life. Believing in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And a little cocaine to straighten the ride home. So, service guy shows up. He discovers that there's these two bolts that are not in in uh, where they're supposed to be, and he's like, "Uh, hey, um, listen, uh, I don't think that these uh, there's something not right here, and that's why you can't pull back the brake off the rotor." And the rotor is completely roach. It looks like it, it got fucking picked up from the Atocha. It's like covered in barnacles and shit and the burn. Well, as uh, he's, he's, he's fixing it, uh, he goes, I'm going to have to go back to, to my shop that's like 30 minutes away and try to go find these bolts for you. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, how much is this shit going to cost me? This is about to be fucking thousands of dollars. I'm like already like, fuck, like. I guess I'm going to jack this motherfucker off, do some river dance in this highway, fucking make sure he doesn't get me too much. Well, while that was going on, this bald-headed um, guy who was, like, I guess, the head of the park rangers of Jenny Springs got off work. He pulls over to the side of the road in this truck, and he turns the lights on. I think it was a cop. And uh, I guess he's came over just to watch the front of the bus because we're right on that two-lane highway, a bunch of drunk people leaving a park so we we're just prime bait for someone to run into and kill and uh he's just sitting there and he's not saying nothing and it's like hey and he's like hey man got a got an honest question for you and i'm like oh i already know where this is going and he's like how do you get all these beautiful women and i was like oh man i'm like i'm covered in fucking fire extinguisher dust everyone's fucking demoralized i just want to get the fuck home i'm trying to keep nice face and, and i was like oh you know you just be a good guy and and you provide a safe, fun, clean fucking environment where they trust you and they feel comfortable. And, and eventually maybe you, you fucking, they get lonely enough and then they, you know, they just, it's position of life. You just got to put yourself out there, you know? And uh, he's like, oh man, yeah. And, he, and then he was staring at the stars. I'm like, what, is this another guardian fucking angel showing up to me? So I'm having these like creepy highway, middle of nowhere, dark as fuck. And he's like, yeah, tonight was a rough one. I was like, oh, what happened? He's like, 
this this husband and wife got in an argument and the husband slapped the shit out of his wife. She fell back, hit her head on a rock and her brains blew open like a fucking cantaloupe. I was like, oh shit. Here's here's something. At that exact moment. This is that Jenny Springs. Yeah, when you're sitting there with this guy talking about what just happened tonight at Jenny Springs, me and Rowdy, we're coming back to Jenny Springs, and we don't have like there's supposed to be a car permit that lets you know you can park there, and I don't have my wallet. Because Courtney called and we just got into Jeff's truck and we just got the fuck over there to help out. So we're coming back and I was like, damn, I don't have my wallet. We don't have the tag on the truck that's saying we're supposed to be here. And there's just like chaos outside the front of Jenny Springs. So we roll up and I'm like, hey, dude, we were with the, he goes, hey, man, come on in. I don't care. There's a lot of shit going on right now. What, what was going on? And that, was, him, that, was, that was the dude's head busting open. That's what was going on. Well, Roddy Rob told me they also pulled a, a, a diver. diver. They pulled a diver out in the daytime when we were swimming the next day. And it didn't stop the party. A diver drowned. They pulled him out they of the water. They got big-ass caves and shit. And it didn't stop the party. I bet you when they pulled him out, they're like, yeah, you got him. Oh, man. And, and, and I remember, and it's just me and him, and you can, you can, fuck, you don't even hear crickets. You just, just long, dark road to stars. And I'm watching this guy. You can tell he's fucked up about it. And, and he, he told me he fucked me. He still fucked me up. And I'm I'm just Im- imagining this husband and wife. He's obviously an abusive piece of shit. But he probably fucking, if he did her hands on there in a public place, he probably fucking beat the shit over all the time. He slapped her. She falls. Hits her head on a boulder. Oh, she's dead. Brains blown out. Brains in the fucking water. People are swimming with the brains and shit. And this guy's probably like, oh, there goes the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. And I'm over here worried about being broke down the side of the road. And that's the only way I sometimes can can keep it together. Even in the craziest, shittiest, horrible moments, it's you got to think about there's always out there. I know it's a cliche thing to say, but there's always someone out there in a worse scenario. Yeah, man. And could you imagine, like, one minute you're just getting drunk and whatever, and then who knows what happened? Maybe I don't know. Maybe he didn't suffer. Maybe she tripped. I don't know. I wasn't there. But uh, fuck your yeah, wife. Man. Your wife's dead, and, and not only just dead, but you see her fucking brains. I know there's a really horrible way to end this. No, because but- I mean the truth is, you got home. Here it is. You got home, and with the new perspective of, yeah, my day was shitty. But this is what a real bad day is like. Yeah, it's like, you all know? right, cool. Your dumb friend that can't drive a bus and can't runs a wall, destroys this, yeah. that. Then you go 12 hours without any power and 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 you barely made the party happen. Like, got the belt on there at 10 o'clock and no one in the crowd even knew. No. They, they thought we were icing them probably. Yeah. We had no power, no lights, no nothing. And then we leave and all that happens. You nope. think all this shit that happens... But then I'm like, damn, people fucking died, died there. this weekend. Yeah. They packed their bags, went camping, thinking the same way no we all plans. were like, yeah, no plans to die there. Yeah. No, no one yeah. plans to die. No plans to come home. Like they, like this sounds dumb, but they got kids, they got pets, they got all these things that were waiting for them back home. Yeah, and their whole plan was, I'll get back home. And, and now, and, and that's that's the thing I I do try to focus on is that no matter how bad you have it, if you if you still can have, if you still have breath in your lungs and you can have a consciousness it is so important to just start there yeah some of y'all might be struggling with mental health issues or depressed or no one sucked your dick in four years and you're ready to fucking eat a bullet well you gotta think about young kids that are fighting 
for cancer and 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 shitty fucking horrible situations that have been abused. It's, it's, and, I mean, it's okay to recognize you got problems and 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 you know not be happy, but you can't. You got to keep going if you can. You know. Yeah, because it's the cliche thing they say: if you end your life or you do whatever. I just not I don't, only do you do that, but you end the possibility of ever making it better. I mean this one hundred percent, hundred percent. I don't know who you are, and I'm probably not your friend. But man, I really don't want you to take your life. I mean that. I a hundred percent mean that. Like, I don't want you to take your own life, and I don't. Unless know. it's someone I really fucking hate. There have been people that have died, and I was like, good, they deserve. Who's it. the dude? Who's the dude from? I, did, I, too, no, I, had, I had a barber. Who's the dude from Spartacus? That you, oh, oh, that you, oh. that dude from the House of Batiatis? Yes, if he died in real life, even though he's an actor, I fucking hate him. <laughs> you hate him so much from that role. I cried when Spartacus died. Spoiler alert. Yeah, if you I, read I, a book. If you I, read I a fucking, book. I just, uh, it, it's, well, it sucks. And it we only have one life to live. And sometimes you got to pack up all your shit and give it your all and go out to Jenny Springs and try not to die. And I know that's a horrible promotion for it, but it didn't stop the 30,000 people who showed up this weekend. No, and we've got video content showing you all the cool things that can happen if you stay alive. I'm, I'm over here like, i got to get back, Guardian Angels. i got Ben Marger at my house, and we're having a whole fucking uh, family safe. There's kids. I've hit all the alcohol. We're cleaning up the and house. And Bam's I'm... been up at Disney World all day long, so yeah. he's beat. So we're hanging out with him. I haven't got to see him in a while. He's been in, in treatment for over a year now, and he's doing really, really well. I like how our latest Bam Margera story involves his kids partying here, hanging out, riding out the carnival rides, Bam sleeping in your bed, and us all just being exhausted. Yeah, Bam like slept for like four hours in my bed, and me. Sorry, and, Mike, and I'm just fucking tired from ringing up my kids. We, we went on like I gave him like a two hour tour. I gave him the super VIP tour. You know, him. yeah. We we did all kinds of fun stuff during the day, but and he's uh, doing great, guys. He's doing great. He's a year yeah. sober. So we, we, uh, if you've been following uh, my longtime friend, you you've seen. He's gone through some hell, but uh, there's hope, and he's really fucking got. He's getting his shit together, and I've also uh, maybe I did some little guardian angel testimonial stuff to him. I kind of went on a kick about my uh, men's health. I'm a I'm an advocate for sleep apnea, and uh, I heard him snoring, and he sounded really bad. And I was like, my friend, you have sleep apnea. He's like. Yeah, that's what the doctors told me. Mike, the doctors are always trying to tell me that I got sleep apnea. I, I was like, bam, you have sleep know. apnea. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I know they told me. I was like, listen, dog. I can't believe all the things the doctors I used to be say, way Mike. fatter. I was like, you might not even be that fat right now. You might just need a fucking a CPAP. And in six months, you're fucking looking great again. And, you know, he's he's dr- had some troubles with substances and, all, and, you know, a lot of heartbreaking, crazy stuff that I don't really want to he's talk about right now. now, though, man. A year clean, yeah. which is and, and, and he's not, like, on that – he's not on this realm of, like, oh, I'm fucking dying to fucking go drink or do something. He seemed really well and – uh, I told him it took us two hours to hide all the fucking alcohol in the house. He's like, Mike, you didn't have to hide all the booze. I'm fine. And we're like, yeah, but we're not. We yeah. might start just pouring cocktails all loose. Yeah, so uh, the Derns and and Lima, his, his guardian, he has like a whole very great support team around him. And like people like Steve-O and, and other people that have been helping and keeping in contact. And uh, we got something really, 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 really big that I'm going to be a part of, that I'm going to help facilitate and produce. And uh, 
Maybe we'll tell you at a later time. When it gets closer, you know me. I hate talking about it until it's moving and running. Yeah, but uh, let's just say any of you out there who are uh, a fan of BAMs or you saw, like, the last couple of years of the fucking the rise and fall, my, my buddy, he, he's on the way up again, and, and uh, Things are gonna we're, we're keeping, keeping a good group of people around him. And I know some of you are thinking, like, Mike, your friends got sober. What is he hanging out with the sausage gals before? Like, a lot of y'all don't realize that. I Unless there's a party here, nobody's drinking. Yeah, nobody's like partying. There were fucking like kids playing skee ball yeah. all day, getting hopped up on popsicles and fucking having pirate parties and stealing my gold coins and throwing it in the pool. And uh, you know, it's it's not always a crazy, wild, debaucherous place. It is a a, a place of business that you can just chill. But when and, we get wild, we do it for you all, so we make sure it's as wild as can be. I sacrifice and, my liver and my genitalia for you guys. Well, we've got some events coming up. Uh, this tell month, them, tell them again what we got Ju- going June on. June 11th, La Palace Strip Club has rented out our lake for a foam party. You can so, go check out lapalace.com, and you can buy admission to their foam party that's going to be all around our lake with a bunch of strippers and a bunch of activities. Then June 12th... Maybe some guardian angels will show up. June 12th, we're doing Oasis on the River again. Uh, uh, Again? So I get every is this number eight or nine? This is eight, man. Every every month this wow. summer we've got I've a never, date. I've never done the same venue so many times because they cannot stop. They love us. They love us. And then uh, June seventeenth, we are going to be at Emperor Strip Club in Tampa. That is June seventeenth. We're going to be there till like five. Better hope these guardian angels get our break right, player. We're going to be fucking driving the navigator. And then June twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth is members' weekend, guys. So Damn, we have a what very else? Busy month. What else do you want from us, guys? That's, Two that's, hours and twenty plus minutes. We're going to give this episode to you for free. I don't yep. know. Are we? Yeah, of course, man. Are we? I don't know. Yeah, Should man. We? Yeah, dude. I don't, right. I don't want to spend three fucking hours talking and only letting our members here. I want everyone to hear this one. All right. I want them to know. Plus, we're telling them about events coming up that they should join up and be a part of. Yeah. So, so I want I want you guys to come out to the next members. I do weekend. want to say thank you to Jenny Springs. Yeah, as always. Because man. they've always been very respectful, and, and, and they probably don't know, but we definitely have stepped in and helped people that were overdosing yeah. and people acting a fool and calmed some shit down and... We've always tried to be like the, the eyes and ears that are unofficially there, and it's very cool that y'all still let us do it. And uh, don't worry, it'll take us a month to unpack all the fucking shit we took. And uh, thank you for all the members that came out the fat camp that helped feed everybody. Yeah. Uh, everyone who didn't help pack, unpack, or help clean, thank you very much. Uh, and thank you all the people that uh, are a member of MikeBeast.com and listen to our podcast. And we want you to come out to these events. It's 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 we're not just like the typical content creator that brag and show how cool our life is that doesn't invite you. you yeah, know? we want you to come out. You think Jake Paul's letting you come over his fucking house and, and punch him? Punch him in the face? No. no. You you can come punch you have a you have a, a very high risk of coming over and punching one of us in the face if you want Easily. to. Easily. Yeah, maybe you know, so become a member of MyBC.com, come to our events, check out the bonus episodes on of the podcast if you like it. Tell a friend that's cool. Or tell someone that really gets offended easily and then really shit on their day and just send them a link. You know, so. And uh, we love you. Thank you very much. Miguel, you got any shows coming up? Nothing uh, Nothing in town. I'm going to be Oh, I'm gonna be in Okeechobee at Jackson's on the River uh, uh, this Saturday. That I'll is, see, see, see. Yeah, see. I'm the worst at it. Yeah, that, this Saturday at uh, uh, June 4th, Jackson's on the River in... Uh, in the Lake Okeechobee, and then I am going to be at uh, June eighth at uh, the Cork and Spoon in Maitland. 
uh, performing Saturday, June 8th. So come check me out. Or Wednesday, June 8th. Become a member of MikeBisa.com. Not only watch the content, experience it in person. We love you. Thank you. We'll see you. All these events coming up next week and so on and forward. It's going to be a very busy summer. A great time to join us and become a member. Uh, We love you guys. Thank you. Goodbye. Good night.